What's going on, motherfuckers? Welcome to the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. My name is Knackers, and today is some sort of Sunday. Uh, Sunday, March 7th, 2021, and this is episode number 139. Tonight on the podcast, we have Bishop GP and Middle Age Stream. Bishop, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. Uh, I spent or I stayed up until like 7 a.m. last night playing Hell Let Loose, so I pretty much blew my entire day. I, I woke up like three hours ago. Oh my god, did you, were you watching Gary play it or stream it last night by chance? No, I played okay. it with him, uh, I played it with him, uh, three days ago, I think. We, we played for like, uh, like two or three hours, but that's one of those games that you sink time into and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh shit, it's been eight days. <laughs> I was super <laughs> interested forever. in that game, and then I watched how slow you run, and I said, that game's not for me. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's funny, the game is like... Uh, it's crippled by its attempt to be realistic, but the realism's so real sometimes that it like takes away from the realism. If that makes sense, it does. It so, does. Yeah. Uh, yo, Jimbalina. Uh, if yeah, you were up? if you were a stripper, that would be your name. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm recovering. I spent a lot of my weekend on the couch because I got that COVID COVID vac. My first shot on uh, Friday. So later Friday, I started getting kind of tired, and then. Man, Saturday, I was just wiped and my arm hurt. That was the only real side effect I had. And then today, I was pretty wiped for a lot of the day. I finally starting to feel back to normal. Uh, so, but it's cool, man. It's, it was a good weekend regardless of just being a little tired. Uh, but it was good. Did they go as deep as they are rumored to go with that needle? No, it's just a simple shot. It, okay. I mean, you don't even feel the shot. There was this weird video going around where they showed like all four inches of steel going into people's bodies. I think they're trying to scare people into not getting yeah, the COVID vaccine. No, and I'm no, like, it's holy just like shit! A, it's just like a basic subcutaneous shot. It's not a, anything special. <laughs> yeah. so, Creeped me out a little bit. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, yeah. I uh, it's uh, Things are good and good to see you both. Did you opt for the uh, oral or anal shot? I opted for the anal uh, shot, actually. Yeah, I was hopeful. Suppository. I was, you know, I was so excited, man. I just dropped my pants as soon as I got in the line. And the lady had to tell me to pull my pants back up. That, you know, like I got a real good vein down here. I stood in the line that said anal, so I know it was the right line. Good vein down here. Oh my god! No, sir, sir, please. It's not that kind of shot. Turn around. Yes. No, please. I'll take it right here. Right here. Uh, well, it's good to see everybody. Thank you all for stopping in. Uh, it has been a, a fantastic week, uh, I assume, for all of you. And hopefully, you know, the weather is starting to turn around. I know in Texas, the sun has started to shine again. The city's starting to come back to life. How, how are things over there, Jimmy? It was so crazy. I was just telling my wife that not even three weeks ago, there was snow on the ground. You know, like, and then, you know, today outside, it was like 80 degrees. <laughs> I know, it's just. But no, things are better. Thank, thankfully, in my area, uh, we weren't hit really hard, uh, fortunately. But um, it's starting to get better. But dude, I know that was a wild. That was a wild experience. I know there's a lot of. Um, <clears throat> there was actually a large portion of the Twitch. There's a lot of Twitch streamers from Texas, and there's actually some pretty big ones from Texas. Oh yes, and uh, I did notice that it got noticeably quiet on social media for kind of like a couple of days yeah yeah and i think part of that is because they didn't have any power 
Live stream fails <laughs> was at an all all time low yeah. as far as engagement goes. Yeah, you got Loco Soda Poppin. Uh, oh, you got big time streamers. Train wrecks over yeah. there. There's like everybody. Miss yeah, Miskiff, Nick Polum. Mm-hmm. Um, you got all those all those people that are over there. Yeah. So, uh, is this something to do with taxes? Is that why everyone moved to Texas? Uh, yeah, they don't have like you don't have to do like state income tax here. Word. What does that mean? You don't have to. So no one does it? Well, there is none. There is no state income tax. You have to file okay. in Texas. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, That's gotcha. I, didn't, I don't know if it was like you can elect to do it, because I would imagine. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, like, you just that. don't have I'm to not do doing it. that shit. <laughs> if I like, don't have to do it, I mean, it's, yeah, there's no state income tax. Um, There's something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah, this morning, I like every every day, every morning, we let the dog outside. And uh, I oh. actually went out. It was 30... 36, 37 degrees outside. I walked mm-hmm. out there with my shirt off and just kind of stood out there with Boba for a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, it's so fucking warm out. <laughs> this is literally the best thing ever. And I know that if I ever move to a part of the country that has a warmer state of climate on a general basis, that like 60 degrees is going to feel cold to me. But to like, seriously, like when the sun is out and it's above 30, I like I could stand outside with my shirt off for an extended period of time. Uh, that's just, act, you know, what is the word? Acclimatization? Mid-coastal acclimatationables. You're that's, that's fully acclimated. The one. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> no, like that's, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, climb, it's when you, you're, you're a climaxer. It's when you've been climaxing. What, what else can we boomer on about since this podcast is oh, turned about I, the weather? I, can, I complain, can I complain about one thing before we get to... Um, more weather to like no to like the the, the format of the podcast oh, okay so i i bought something this last week uh off of amazon and we all know that like um if you've been using camera or video equipment over the years it's gotten so so much better and like just the products have gotten way better than they used to be right not not just like cameras but like the grip equipment so like lighting equipment the thing like options to mount things um and one thing that uh i use that other people or you know, they're starting to transition to, or they're starting to use. They're a little bit more expensive, but I use a bunch of C stands so to hold the lights. I have like these big arms that bear these big poles that hold. Uh, it's like a big ass metal tripod, basically, with like arms that extend over so you can hang lights. So I want to move it away from my desk. So what I did is I bought this. It's called a baby pin wall plate uh, off of Amazon, and what it is is it's a plate that plugs into the wall. I have it here. It's basically a plate that mounts to the wall. So then you have your C stand pin, and then it has this adjustable. Boy, um, you uh, head. you audio listeners are really missing. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're uh, missing Bishop out. Hangs your babies on walls. This is real treat <laughs> for those that are able to see this live. So okay. this is this is a boomer complaint. Okay, so typically you'd mount something to this, so then you can mount like a camera or a light or whatever it is, right? So check this out. I get this from Amazon. I'm like, I'm super excited about to, to mount this on and then put my camera on it. Right. And it has this, it's like ex- incredibly rigid, super strong, supposed to hold like 50 pounds. The biggest problem is that the pin on the bottom spins and you can't tighten it. So if you put anything on it, it like spins to the bottom. And I'm like, what the, who, how did you fuck this up? Yeah. <laughs> it's so incredibly stupid. So do you, uh, you're going to buy some more? You're going to buy another one? I'm just, I'm like, I'm like baffled that this is you're not gonna send op- it back. Uh, I, I'm gonna send it back. I'm fucking okay. pissed. I'm that, gonna write uh, a review. I'm gonna write a review. 
Can you, when you write the review, can you please save it? Because I would like you to read the review at a future podcast. I'm, I'm just going to submit the podcast. Be like, we have a multinational, huge, massive production. This is not a lie. We, we do, do have a multinational podcast. Yeah, there this are is people seen in other countries that listen to this. Literally all over the place. <laughs> Number all one mid-coastal fucking podcast. <laughs> dozens of people listen to this podcast. Speaking this is the number one podcast produced out of my apartment. <laughs> uh, in the effort to... Uh, uh, continue to deplete the audio listeners of an experience. Um, there's these little tension arms that have been amazing for me. They're these little ones. That, Bishop, you can't articulating really see Articulating arms, yep. yep. Yeah, these little articulating tension arms where there's one, there's one single knob, right? And then you untwist that and the entire thing basically just turns into a noodle arm. And then you just move yeah, yeah. it wherever you need to go and then you tighten that one arm again and holy fucking shit. So I now have four You lost these. me at articulating arm. These things, Jimmy, are like god tier. They, they have are like not. little. So show the clamp on the bottom of that. This, uh, and that yeah, this type of clamp right here yep. is like the Hulk of fucking clamps. See, so, I don't yeah. design my own shit. I just buy the shit that is recommended to me by more knowledgeable people like you guys. <laughs> it's fair. That's, <laughs> exactly. fair. That's why I got these That's headphones. <laughs> That's why I'm using the same type of freaking swivel mic mount that Knackers uses. I do need to get the better, the tension mount instead of this shitty, like the one that comes with this mic. I need to, they didn't have it available like for when I was trying to get it. So I just didn't get it. People always ask me, why spend over a hundred dollars on a multi-monitor mount when it comes to like their setups right now on my one quadruple monitor monitor mount, I have three monitors, two lights, Three camera stands, three stream decks, uh, one webcam. I think that's it. All branching off of a single pole. And a partridge in a cherry. <laughs> Stop it. It's not that time of year yet. Um, so I actually. It's I always have, time to sing that song. I have three of those arms that all branch off each for three different cameras. And it's just been um, it's been fantastic. So I I'm somebody who. Somebody? It's just now getting into the like the audio video side of technology outside of streaming and you know kind of getting familiar with all of these different parts and brands and stuff has kind of been um it's been fun. It's been fun. Except for I still fucking hate tripods because I feel like tripod is this giant messy market unless you spend three hundred dollars. Like as soon as you get above the two or three hundred dollar mark, tripods get real simple. Everything else yeah. fucking below that, it's a it's a shit show. Yeah. I I've Bought the same uh, throwaway tripod from Walmart. I think it's Tenga is the is the brand. It's a little silver one, and I've bought about eight of those in my in my life, and they're each like fifty bucks. So, oh my and God. I just I just buy them for like little um, camera setups on on site or wherever. Right. But I also have um, I can tell you I had a like a five six hundred dollar tripod from Manfrotto, and the difference between that and then the tripod I have now that's twenty five hundred bucks is. For video, a lot. For panning and tilting, for the sticks are pretty much the exact same. So like oh, the you guys are the same. They're just just you're buy twenty five. If you want to stream, if you want to stream, buy a twenty five hundred tripod pins out and just dude, twenty five hundred dollars, twenty five hundred dollar tripod. Yeah, but so, so this is for like field work. It's all carbon fiber, so it's like a video head, which was so like it's a made out of like the same head. stuff that Wolverines a- made airplanes. Out of. Yeah, airplanes and Wolverines. Yeah. Cool. But do you know what's crazy is I have that tripod and I use a $200 C-stand instead for streaming stuff. Like that, <laughs> a million times better. They just weigh 600 pounds. Oh, God. 
Um, all right. Well, is there anything that you guys wanted to to catch up on before we kind of jump into our talking points? I know, again, Chad, tonight there isn't a lot of news that had went on in the past two weeks other than the Elgato stuff, which we'll we'll get into a little bit. Um, that's probably something we'll spend the most time on. But other, we're just going to be shooting a shit here for yeah, the most part. Yeah, let's talk about the, our talking points. We got plenty of time. Okay. Yeah. B- Bishop, you want to start? Jimmy, you want to start? Yeah, I, I just... I, I'll go. Fuck Jimmy. He can go fuck himself, man. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck uh, Red Room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that guy, man. Uh, the uh, I, I just had a talking point pop up into my head. I actually bought. Um, no, 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 for NHL TV, okay? And we always bitch about Twitch and how Twitch can't figure out how to monetize their platform and how they're struggling and, like, they just constantly just do stupid shit. I've been watching the NHL, uh, different games, different teams, different regions for the past, like, five, six days that I've had this, and I've seen two fucking commercials. And it's been the same two commercials that I have played constantly the entire time that I've watched it. And now I'm getting like PTSD whenever I hear like the commercial soundtrack come on. It's like it's almost to the point where I'm like, uh, when you edit a video, you fucking hate the music that you're using. That's where I'm at with the NHL now. So now I'm just watching the games on mute. Uh, what What's the thing that's what do you have PTSD from? Just the music from the commercials. The music. Oh, say, wait, say that last say that one more time. The music from the commercials. Wait, commercials are on? You guys don't you guys don't say commercials? Commercial? Commercial? Wait, commercial. what do you say? Commercial. 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 I also say Mercedes. I say Mercedes. A commercial is like a Mercedes, guy in Mercedes. a porn video that has a badge. Yes. You know what I mean? That's he, a commercial. He's com, doing the, com. he's calling oh, the, he's the, the, the commercial. Yeah. yeah. You com, caught, that's good. You caught on. <laughs> Wait, is, is that not how you say it? Are there any Canadians in chat? It is Canadians yeah, back yeah, commercial. Yeah. Even, I've never heard it. I've never yeah, heard I'm, any. I'm being I know Canadians. by Americans. I need a Canadian to back I me. I know Canadians, <laughs> and I can tell you I've never heard a Canadian call it a commercial. Yeah. Commercial. Well, listen, we get these things mixed up. We need these. They're both very important things. You need your commercials you know why i got distracted uh, i confused these things it's look because look tw- mr 42 uh, even just said it he's he, canadian he says commercial well we don't know i and i no, say, i know so, i've, no, I've no, been in wait, his wait, presence wait. he's never said commercial mr 42 just said in chat mr 42 and this is a quote and i say commercial lol sorry bitch so it's hey, depending on who reads it say mercedes mercedes I think I say Mercedes sometimes. Mercedes, but, okay. Mercedes. So, so here's here's I think here's why I distracted the two things because on Twitch, mm. um, we have uh, we have like a, um, the just chatting category where we have commercials and then we have the commercials. Uh, so we have both of those things. Okay, Cold between like the bath gaming. the bathtub ah. streams and all that. Yeah, Coke gaming. Ah. Um, so that's why I got I got those things distracted. But okay, fuck you guys. Okay, first of all. I'm a Canadian. Hey, okay, man. I'm proud. Why don't you just let's let's just bring it down a notch? How is it that the youngest guy on the podcast is the most boomer guy on the podcast? <laughs> How is that possible? How old are you? Twenty seven. I'm twenty seven. Yeah. What the so fuck, like half, Jimmy? Yeah, half Jimmy's age. Mm-hmm. Dude, we turned forty uh, this year. 
Dude, us boomers really? or uh, wow. zoomers, we change words, man. We do, we don't care what the normality is. You guys are fucking in your structured box, okay? You use words because your your parents told you how to use words. We just fucking freestyle this shit, boy. <laughs> You're just fucking conditioned by the parameters of your society. This is yeah, I don't live within your parameters. <laughs> hey, how long did it, how long did it take you to uh, to bouffon? Your hair today? How long? No, how much time did you spend? Not much time. See, like when you're not balding, you must use uh, some good. You must use some good product. When you what? What? When you're not balding, it's usually just like little floofy, just like this. You go like that, and it's yo. That was not a. That was uh. That was ouch, man. What do you? How do you feel about that? Actors. I'm not. I'm not balding. Oh, you're not. Yeah, this is a, this is a choice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's not balding. It's a choice yeah. that I had. I like. It, it involves a lot of crying. And then yeah. and then showering and shaving every couple days, but it's a choice, man. <laughs> you this know is a great uh, great moment for our uh, sponsor plug, uh, Rogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rogan yeah, yeah, yeah. command. <laughs> use uh, use code uh, uh, Jimmy for ten uh, percent off. Right. Yeah, ten percent. Uh, and then if you want to go to stream the streamteams dot com slash Rogan and sign up for our stream team, <laughs> and we're just gonna fucking shave you. Uh, it's actually weird. Something that I didn't anticipate after losing my hair was people who met me bald and then see me with hair and they go, mm, 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 no. I think you look better bald. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you look better. I think you look better with a shaved head myself because I've seen you. I've also seen you with hair. So I can, mm-hmm. I mean, very subjectively still say, I think you look better with a shaved head. Thank you. I, it's actually it's been three years of shaving my head, which is kind of fucking insane. Um, I'm uh, definitely more more comfortable with it, but if I could just be bald without <laughs> having to shave, like there's so many other stupid things that come with having to shave your head, especially if you want to razor shave your head. Um, mm-hmm. But if I could just be bald, it'd be fine. But there's just so much other dumb bullshit with it that I can't stand. But it is what it is. Um, what was the whole point of that? Your commercial, oh, your so, com- so we need no, to expand okay. on this cum commercial idea. My, my by cum the way, is I, oh. I, it, yeah. it's two commercials or cum commercials. Okay, there's there's two of them. There's not three. There's two of them that are on constant rotation. Okay, and the thing that's even more annoying is that I'm paying for the service. It's like eighty bucks for an entire year. You don't, Oof. you don't like. Uh, so I get constant commercials. Okay, commercials, and I don't even get the good part of it. Okay, hmm. there's I'm getting penalized. Okay, penalized. Can't you just hit a button to like <laughs> the mute? commercial comes can on. Can you not mute the commercials? The commercials. The problem? Yes, no, you you've can. fucking done it but, to me, dude. Dude, uh, listen, you man. You tainted my brain. Stop your brain, saying it. Bro. Just don't ever say it again. <laughs> don't ever say it again, dude. You know what's funny? Being uh I don't know if it's Canadian or if we're just like uh, back of the woods gypsy Canadians. You know, like just like uh, like oil fucking working Canadians. Is that uh, I. I have like a my accent kicks in and once it starts kicking in, I can't get rid of it. Like it, it starts like like I'll be like, oh yeah, my accent there. Oh yeah, for sure there, but uh, yeah, you better like, stop now because that would make it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to stop making fun of you the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Carl the Canadian commercial. <laughs> Wait, dude, uh, I need. We have to build on this idea. I need an animation of what this guy will look like, where he stands on set. Is he silent? Is he vocal? Does he have a badge? Does he wear sunglasses? He's got to have a mustache, right? A calm mustache? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's got to be like uh, the Guinness World Records guy with a clipboard, right? And then, I mean, honestly, I'd like to imagine that Tom Marshall would look a little something like me. And Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson and, and Jimmy. 
Yeah. Yes. With, the, with the badge. March. <laughs> I'm the marshal. Ah, well, speaking of come, uh, the next thing that we have on the list is go- talking about hardware, how long we've waited mm-hmm. for particular things. Um, I know this doesn't apply to Jimmy because he just got his hands on a, on a 3070 recently, but you want to expand on your on your thought here, Mr. Bishop? Yeah, so um, I obviously everyone knows that like the 3080s came out. Um, AMD came out with their 5950X, which is like their flagship model underneath a thousand bucks, super powerful. Um, everyone knows in the current uh, climate, you can't get anything new because it just gets bought up either by Bitcoin miners or by like uh, the guy that failed uh, high school um, that thinks he's a he's a, a business uh, entrepreneur because he's just acting as a middleman and using StockX. Sean so, Parker. Yeah, exactly. Let's call him out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I've been waiting. I've been trying to. I, so first of all, I got super lucky, so I shouldn't be um, complaining still to this point um, because I got two 3080s when they first came out. I just was able to snipe them, but I've been waiting to get a 5950X CPU. And here's my process. I'll, so just so everyone understands, I sit with Discord open with text-to-speech on for certain channels. I sit with a Discord open that has uh, stock alerts for the 5950X. I leave that page open. So the minute that that notification goes off, I can click on the web page. On top of this, I have the Amazon offers page up constantly refreshing so I can see if one comes in stock. I have God, been doing this for damn. the past like two months, trying to get, uh, or actually probably since uh, the end of December, trying to get a 5950X, and have, I have yet to beat a bot. What happened two days ago is they came into stock on Newegg, and I can't, I could, uh, we could have a whole podcast about me talking shit about the brain dead decisions that people at Newegg make, just yes. making their purchase as impossible as possible for a human, but as easy as possible for a robot. Um, I put the product in my cart, had it in my cart, went to check out, and it said, hey, before you check out, check out these quick offers. I closed it, and it put up another one of those pages because it offered me a uh, warranty. And it's like, if they wouldn't have done that, I would have gotten the product. But instead, mm-hmm. I've gone through this process now for two months, and I'm getting cock-blocked by, by Newegg. So my... My whole thing is like, what's the longest you've had to wait? I don't remember a time in the past that I've had to wait this long to get something that I just want to purchase. Mm. I honestly, if I can't get it in like a week, I stop trying. Like I, I am not the person like you to sit around and to try and get a spot because there's no way for me to do it at work. And so you, I know you, you have the luxury yeah. of working from home. So this kind of stuff is super easy for you. But the stress and like the having to constantly be tied to something like your fucking heart rate over the past two months <laughs> is probably like 10% higher than it usually is. I couldn't do that to myself over an extended period of time. So and a couple of the times we have somebody big shoe in discord who's been monitoring um, monitoring discords for when 3080s come in stock. And I've yep. watched him alerts are here i'm checking failed alerts are here i'm checking just like over like every week yeah. on tuesday like clockwork and i'm like i did that for one week I'm like now i'm done yeah. uh there's, yeah. there's no reason for me to continue doing this well on my side of that that's why i just settled for a 3070 because i would have loved a 3080 if i could have gotten my hands on one but for most people i would imagine a 3070 is more that, that was my point i wanted to talk about when i saw what Bish had wrote on the subject was 
I managed to get a 3070. I managed to get one through Best Buy. I just, I, I was following a, a Twitter account and I put the notifications on for that account. Every time he would update, I would get the notification and I would check it on my watch. You know, I just, I could just yeah. look down and see Twitter alert. Is it related to video cards? It's not, then I don't even have to bother with it, right? Even if I was working. So but one day it was, and it was perfect timing because I was just, had just finished teaching a class. And I didn't, I had a conference period and the notification went off and it said Best Buy, it had just gone live. Yep. So I, I logged in and I was able to snag a uh, EVGA, the model I wanted to, the freaking 3070. And this is all anecdotal, of course. You guys know, I'm. Uh, if you look at the technical prowess of everyone on this podcast, mine is the lowest. Um, but I will say I still have a decent amount of, understanding of tech um and i would say that this 3070 is just like a ridiculously overpowered card like it's so good i mean it it, i've been able to stream in 1080 8000 using this card and the the rtx chip as well as play some recent like i was playing dark souls 2 and play it in 4k without it like even like up even again. breaking a sweat, man. Oh, I figured you were playing those on um, console. No, I um, I had the other one. Uh, I had remastered on console. Um, I didn't get two on console because it hadn't been on sale, and then someone in the community had purchased it for me. Oh, um, that's yeah, nice. On Steam. So but anyway, yeah. that, the whole point I was trying to make, the 3070 is a great card. If you can get your hands on one of those, unless you're a power user that is using, you know, your job is based around like video graphics and editing, of course, like some people in here. Uh, then I get why you would need the 3080s, but the freaking 3070, I, I'd be willing to bet, is, I mean, it's a ridiculously good card, man. Like, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Ugh. I'm definitely jealous. I, I'm now real, realizing that I'm the only person in this podcast that does not have a 3000 series card. Not only that, but. My card is a 1080 with two fans zip tied to it because my fans broke. It's is it not prob- even a t- TI? Is it just a 1080? It's a regular 1080. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I upgraded from was a regular 1080, yeah. man. And let me just say, whew, what an upgrade. Honestly, uh, you know, dudes like us, we, we chase mm-hmm. after. Well, I don't think you necessarily as much chase, Jimmy, because you, you were so content with all of your stuff for so long. But mm-hmm. I think gamers in general tend to chase hardware thinking that like you have to have the latest and greatest in order to compete. But the yeah. reality is like PC hardware has been really fucking good for like the past mm-hmm. five to seven years. And yeah. the 1080 is probably four years old now. I would say by the time yeah. the, the first one yeah. came out, the 1080 is still a great card. I mean, very, it's not very a bad good. card at all. I mean, it, you can even do some 4k gaming with a 1080, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm I'm gaming at 1440p, and do I get 144 hertz in every game? Not necessarily. Um, but like, can you imagine if the 1080s had the NVENC encoders? Like, how oh. long those cars would be around? Oh my gosh, that's the that's the reason why I upgraded. Because yeah, I'm a streamer. I wanted I was already pushing what my card could do without the dedicated encoder, mm-hmm. and so I decided to it was worth the purchase, and I'm glad I did. You yeah. know, um, and, and it made sense for me. I you know, I that's really I I spent money on one I I I spent money on one thing. <laughs> Fuckers. Sorry. And it totally upgraded 
the things that I can do, I'm capable of doing when I'm yeah. streaming. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a good purchase, I think. Absolutely. When I used to stream actively, I did it on a 3930K and a uh, uh, 780, not even a 780 Ti. That was my streaming PC. Yeah. So you can stream off of anything. It's just you multitasking yeah. with the new stuff. The um, the thing that I'm wondering nowadays is if the the time of being able to get what you need, like to buy equipment, is kind of gone by the wayside. And if we're going to see like a, a generation of like not being able to purchase shit because people are just buying it to resell it on eBay, you know? So like the prices of shit is just going to fucking skyrocket. Right. Well, I think to an extent, there's going to be something done about that soon i think because like how mm-hmm. in what other market does this happen still i mean I, I i'm sure like sneakers right is something where yeah. people probably snatch a bunch up but it, it's either they're gonna get overproduced to to meet the demand um or or somebody's gonna do something about it whether it's the merchants that are going to see okay this person has sold this item 1700 times in the past month you can't yeah. sell anymore or something like i'm yeah. hoping something like that comes down the line because I've been somebody who has tried not to get their pennies in a bunch regarding all mm. of this hard to find stock, but we're like a year coming up on like a year now. And I'm like, I'm ready and can't yeah. upgrade. And it was one of those things where <clears throat> I'm also an advocate of telling people to never wait for the ne- next generation of hardware to come out. If you have the money, buy what is current and that'll carry yep. you for another three years. And it, it was one of those times where I'm like, you know what? All right, this one time, I'll just wait a couple months for these cards to come out, and then I'll, and then I'll go. And yeah. it fucking bit me in the ass so hard the one time I didn't wait. So it is what it is. Dude, my, I, uh, back in May of last year, um, I bought a 2070S for $489 on Amazon. Okay, oh there's a bunch God. of them in, in stock. 2070 Super. I just sold it for 700 bucks. Okay, huh. two days ago. So I had a card for free and, and it was funny because like I spent like a week trying to de- decide if I wanted to get rid of the 1080 Ti that I had or the 2070S. They're literally the exact same card. It's like a difference of 5% in little tiny things like multitasking. So I ended up keeping the 1080 Ti just based on the fact that I could sell the other card for $300 more. But um, yeah, it's been a it's I am incredibly blessed that I chose to buy computer equipment just before i did because this has been like six or seven months now where like you literally can't get like even even in the past two months or three months you can't get any of the cards like you can get a, a, a um uh what is the uh 3060 ti you can't even get the 3070s Dude, it's it's i got you lucky can't get shit. Like, I, I just happened yeah. to get lucky on a day and log in and it was only because it was available through my local best buy like that's yeah. the only reason why yeah. i got one because it was the stuff that was going to that store. If you lived in that area, you could get that card before it was ever dropped off at the store. Yeah, you know. I think I think this is a. I think the next generation, if it, this type of shit continues to happen, what's going to end up happening is that you'll have to normalize people just botting shit. So like, there's going to be some application that everyone has on their phone where they just list the products that they're trying to purchase, and it's just a bot that goes and purchases everything. So you don't have to run it on your own hardware. It's just something that's like. Uh, that's mined from another another company. Do you because, think that'll like, be allowed? Like, do you think that'll you think well, so? The the problem is that the unless the government steps in and says, "Hey, you guys can't buy a product to upsell it," right? That then there's nothing to stop these companies because Amazon doesn't give a fuck if the second that all of their product goes on sale that it gets purchased immediately. 
right? They don't care as long as the retail price gets gets bought up. The problem is that um, for someone like NVIDIA, they're going to look at this and be like, oh, fuck, the card we're selling for $800 is actually able to sell at $1,400, so maybe it's worth it for us to start upselling our own cards, and then they just manage that themselves. But then you're still going to have the same problem where people buy that stock and then just up, you know, up it by three, four hundred bucks. With the with the 3080s, um, back when I bought them, I think they were like two or three hundred dollars more um, than at, uh, they're being resold for two or three hundred dollars over retail. The 5950X is almost double the price. It's yeah. like <clears throat> retail is like seven ninety nine, and they're selling for like fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, now they're coming down to like twelve or thirteen, but to me, I've already like stuck it out for the past two, three months, like refreshing this page over and over again and having like the discord alert, the way the discord alerts work, where it's only the page that you have open. So like right before this podcast, I sat down uh, and I heard the fucking thing going off because Jimmy actually posted in the in our in the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast uh, channel. So I heard it and I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. And I'm like looking at the, the you know, all the stock alerts. Um, but I. To me, it's like, I've already stuck it out. I kind of have to just like wait for these things to come out, yeah, but I'm yeah. not going to spend double the fucking price, even though it's like a work-related purchase for me. So uh, I can afford to buy it for like a couple hundred bucks more. But like, to me, it's just, uh, it's like uh, my honor will be destroyed if I, if I waste two, three, four hundred bucks. Because that's, that's like an NVMe in a, in, a, um, in a MOBO. You know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, that's, build, a, that's yeah, $400? Oh yeah. my that's God. a lot of money. A lot of money. By, by the way, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, I'm actually got to get another one. I'm drinking Pacifico, and I have some uh, Jameson uh, Stout Edition. Nice. Yeah. Do you, you okay. want to? okay. Do you want to run right now, and then we'll hit your points once you get back? Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. you guys can poke each other in the butt. We'll be right back. Mm. Okay. Uh, that's impossible. So uh, that's an insult. <laughs> that, wait, would, would that, that would be a butt kiss. That would be a butt kiss. There's no way for both of us to poke each other in the buttholes with our penises at the same time. Well, actually, it depends on length. It's like a length to girth to mass I'm going to need ratio. help, dude. I'm going to need your mass, help in that department. Yeah, so it's the girth of the body in the buttocks to the length of the penis. So that ratio, you basically divide the girth by the length by the mass. And then you basically have to circumvent if the orbital structure of the penis is able to reach the backside at full mast. Um, you also have to factor in the angle of the, the curvature of the penis as well. Um, and also the curvature of the anus, what angle it's sitting at. Because True. you would need to basically pass by the penis on both sides. You'd go peen to peen, rotate underneath. And yeah, your are, are you have doing to like, a, like a, almost like a pretzel knot where you're both kind of intertwining and then going up in... In a round, kind of like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you, you, realistically, like if we want to get into the nitty gritty details here, you'd have to balls to one side, both people. So, peen to peen, okay. Rotate one person rotates one way, the other rotates the other. So you have a pass through under the leg for the balls first for the peen. The balls would have to come up. Peen would go under the, on the opposite side. So you have a pass through, but your peen would also need to not curve down. That both the peens would need to curve up in a way that it's almost a J-hook, so then it could touch the anus. Okay, let's say, if you're standing up, mm -hmm. are buttholes vertical or horizontal? Do you wipe standing or sitting? Sitting. I'm not a fucking okay, so idiot. We're not fucking, yeah, crazy <laughs> men. Yeah. Okay, I'd we're not like, psychopaths When you here. stand up, your fucking cheeks clench together. Why do mm -hmm. you want to wipe two cheeks that are clenched already? 
Yeah. And do just, you, when you wipe, do you go under or do you go around? Like lift one, she can go around. Under is insinuating that I wipe back to front and that is just not acceptable that is, yeah. for There's anybody. people that wipe like that. Yes, that, those are called yeah. UTIs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But here's, here's my thing. If you're standing up, you would think yep. that your butthole is more vertical than horizontal, correct? <laughs> He's standing up. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but I think it depends on the the butthole. Technically, right? If if the butthole is here and the mm-hmm. other gentleman's peepee is coming from this way, can mm-hmm. you poke a butthole from the rear? Is that a poke? Here's the question. Have you ever tucked your peen in between your legs backwards to look like you have a mangina? The good old Wilson Tucker? Yes. Yep. I think you could touch your anus with the tip of your penis, depending on the... See, this all goes back to the mathematics of this thing, right? So, like, your taint length also matters here, because it's the, the distance between your, uh, your peen, the shaft of your peen, and your butthole, right? So that would need to be a reduced amount to be able to reach that, but not so small that the balls get in the way, right? Yep. But we are also assuming that not every taint length, like taint is not proportional to exactly. size. Exactly. Right, exactly. But also the positioning of the, uh, where the testicles come down, your balls come down, because that couldn't be too close to the anus. Otherwise, it would obstruct the ability for the penis to then touch the butthole. Do you think any uh, woman who has had a child, like, checked mm-hmm. their taint afterwards and they were like, it's shorter than before? What is what? What the fuck's I, going probably, on? Probably, yeah. I honestly, I think so. I think that's the thing. Some some women actually, when they have, and I'm pretty sure, I'm like eighty percent sure, some women actually rupture in between their vagina and butthole when they have a child, which that is like a or, terrifying thing. They or they just get cut by the doctors to allow the child to oh. pass. Yeah. Fuck. I'm gonna ask my mom. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to penis to asshole mathematics instead yeah, of that. Yeah. See, that's more in my interest jimmy just seems yeah. to leave at the at the absolute worst times like when we really need a cum marshal to to yeah, give us some marshal. sort of <laughs> mathematical equations god damn it um so oh. yeah as far as uh oh yeah what are you drinking i'm drinking a uh hollows and fentamons uh ginger beer botanically brewed uh and approved by john hollows gluten-free association okay sounds but tasty is, is yeah, it it's really good uh, no idea, man. Is, it a, uh, is me... it a locale? Uh, it was locally purchased by Casey. Uh, if that <laughs> that <helps>. makes sense. <laughs> uh, but it is, it's ginger beer and it's alcoholic. It's actually really good, man. Uh, it's, yeah, it's nice. Who leaves the house more? Casey, 100%. Yeah. I left for the, I walked to the store that's pretty close, a little pe- plaid pantry, which is like a 7-Eleven around here. And I walked to that and it was like a big mission for me. And it was like a bl- two blocks away. Casey leaves. I, in a month, I probably leave the apartment twice. Wow. Yeah. If she had the option to, to grocery shop by herself or with you, would she choose by herself? Um, because of COVID, we used to grocery shop like eight, uh, she would go solo maybe 70% of the time. But because of COVID, we made like the decision to only one of us do that. And okay. she ended up. I mean, I just have no fucking clue what I'm doing in a grocery store. I'll buy like <laughs> hot dogs and a fucking pizza, uh, maybe some chicken breasts. Like I, I always spend like a hundred dollars at the grocery store, come home and I have like a basket with like the most useless fucking shit inside of it. And you can't make anything out of it. So um, and she's like a fantastic chef. obviously. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. She, yeah, she I think she I, I don't know. I'd have to ask her if she would prefer me there, maybe just so she's not as bored. But she's a little independent. I, and that's what I figured. 
Jimmy, I have one. Were you listening to our conversation by any chance when when you got up? Okay, one small question with a second super small follow-up question. If you were standing up, do you think that buttholes are vertical or horizontal? I think they're more horizontal. You think so? Yeah. All right. Okay, small follow-up question. Statistic now, physically speaking, if mm-hmm. you were if you were standing up, if me and you were standing face to face with each other, and I took my wiener and I shimmied it underneath yours, can I can I poke a butthole from in front of you, or would you would you think that poking would have to happen behind you? Like, could you poke a butthole? I figured it out from in front. You did. I figured it out. Yeah. I'm going to let Jimmy answer this. No, you, you can't poke a butthole from the front. Okay. So it, it would be a little more like a graze, if you will. Yes. Yes. A brush, okay. a brush by. Brush by. <laughs> you could do like the mushroom you'd pinch. Uh, you'd have to pinch the shroom cap to the, to the butthole. Gotcha. So I figured this out. We're thinking of this. Um, we went through the mathematics while you were gone of the... Cause Previous to leaving, you said you guys can poke each other in your buttholes, okay, like this, and then you did this action. So basically, what we started to figure out is the mathematics behind that, like how we would do oh, that if we'd have to spin around. Wow. What would what would uh, take place? So the entire time we were gone, what, we I, I actually wow. had it in an, enlight- an enlightening uh, moment that just happened just now. Was as it, you're speaking? I was, was looking into Jimmy's eyes, uh, and I was enlightened about how I would go peen to hold to hold a peen. With him, mm. okay, specifically. Um, okay. And the way that this would work is actually a scissoring motion, going this leg really to leg, comfortable conversation. twisting like this, and uh-huh. then pushing down, you know, like when you wake mm-hmm. up and you have a boner, and then you have to, like, push it down because it's you don't want it sticking up, so you push it down into your I'm waistband. really loving this. I'm, glad, I'm down glad that... like this, I can see and it. then on either side, you're facing yeah. opposite directions. His hole would be there. The other hole would be on the other side, mm-hmm. and then it would just... Yeah, that's 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 fun to think about. By the way, we're a, looking for we're looking for sponsors for this podcast. We're very family <laughs> friendly, and we've really been looking very. for somebody to hop on with it. But anyways, um, and, Jimmy, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Oh, my stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so we got a couple of items. First item, uh, quick thing of news for you fans of the Souls games. I'll drop it in the link in chat. It's just dropped yesterday. Uh, apparently, there is a series in the works or a game in the works between by the makers uh, are an expo- exclusive to Xbox, supposedly. So, which means X and PC, PC and Xbox, uh, a sci-fi RPG. There's some speculation that it could be a return of the Armored Core series, which was a from Ooh. software game uh, a while back, um, but we don't know. Uh, but uh, but that's that's supposedly in the works. Um, so I thought that was kind of a cool piece of news that I just happened to catch. It's it's speculation what it is, but I know there's a lot of fans of that Armored Core series. I never played it. I've heard about it. I and I'm certainly if this is what it is, I'd be curious to try it out because I feel like they probably I think they made it up to like six games. The last one came out like around 2012 or 13 for the 360. So. I think they would probably at this point maybe just reboot it instead of jump into a seventh game, probably, you would think, right? How many how many like major 
like AAA games have they had? Like, have they been around for like a really, really long time? They, uh, I don't know how long they've actually been around. I don't think they got really popular until Dark Souls, though. And that came out in like, what, 2011? Ar- Armored Core was their first game in 1997. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. So- no, I'm on the Armored Core wiki, not oh, okay, the, okay, my okay. bad, my bad, my bad. So from software, uh, they've been around. Dead air. Uh, Found in November 1986 in Shibuya City, Tokyo. Wow. Shibuya. Shibuya. They currently have 316 employees. I thought you were about to say games. Uh, Their first (laughs) game came out. Hang on. I'm scrolling back. It looks like they're... Yeah, Armored Core. They put out a lot of those. Um, They've been putting out games a while. It looks like they put out a game called Frame Gride in 99. What the hell Mm. that means? Classic, yeah. Frame yeah. Gride. Yeah. Frame Gride. Uh, Wait, isn't, Kingsfield? Isn't Armored, isn't Armored Core just a ripoff of Gundam? No, oh, Enchanted Arms. I heard that was good. Uh, which is also a ripoff of Mech Warrior, the original uh, big metal dude fighting. Do you guys ever play the Mech Warrior games? I never play them, but I, I just, I don't know. I never really got into those games. Or that movie with Wolverine where he's boxing the Armored Core guys. Because I'm not I'm not a punk bitch. <laughs> what? How how far are you into the current Souls games that you're playing right now, Jimbo? So I've beaten uh, Dark Souls One Remastered, and I am about eight or nine streams into Dark Souls Two. I've beaten it's probably like eight or nine bosses. There's 42 bosses in Dark Souls Two. I'm not beating all 42. Holy shit! I'm, I'm just trying to beat the game. There's a lot of them that are like optional or um, just like the whole game. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm having fun. I know Dark Souls 2 kind of gets shit on is like the, the one in the series that people don't like as much. But I, I actually I've been enjoying it. And uh, I with that being said, I'm hopeful that I can. There's going to be a longer break in between. Um, and I may even split it up because I don't know if I can do three days straight of Dark Souls anymore. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just hard, man. Like, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three days yeah, straight. I, I may do like Dark Souls two days in a row, and then and then a retro on the other day because it's just three days in a row of Dark Souls can be for me. It's just, it's just. Uh, I think sometimes by that third day, I'm just like, oh, I'm about to get my ass fucking ravage and get ready to go stream you know what i mean it's just it's punishing it's a very punishing game that's why on the weekends i always do something different you know whether it's retro roulette or XCOM or whatever but mm-hmm. but the it's a very well-made game and it and and i very i don't know what it is about these games i didn't i didn't understand it until i played it god they are really addicting you know like i find myself thinking about Souls games like outside of even when I'm streaming or playing games, you know, like I'm thinking about wanting to play a game, and that's that's something that mm-hmm. hasn't really happened to me a lot in recent years, where I'm thinking about wanting to play a game when I'm not even playing it. Yeah. And so I think if if there's one thing I guess could speak to how I think about that game, it's it's that uh, that might be the highest compliment I could ever even give a game. You know, I will also say that I think no matter my love. For video games, 
Um, there's still times where I fall like in and out of love of playing, whether it's because of the game selection mm -hmm. at the time or like issues with my own uh, mental health. But COVID was a huge suppression on like my love for video games. And of course, streaming has a, a huge play in how you feel about video games, too, after sure. a certain extent. But yeah. that's how I felt about uh, Call of Duty recently yeah. like even the first couple of days of playing the newest call of duty i'm like ah, okay like it's call of duty and whatever but now like when i come home from work on fridays and by come home i mean when i walk from my office to my living room <laughs> friday yeah. at 5 p.m uh i'm th i'm thinking about wanting to play that game and hmm. uh that hasn't happened probably since rocket league like there's been other games that i've really really enjoyed but as far as a video game that has captured my attention and that I've played Call of Duty every Friday and Saturday for the past two months, probably like since it's come out. I don't See, know. See, that's good. That, and and you guys have, and I know you guys are different than me in that you always like playing competitive multiplayer games. That's something mm -hmm. that you guys, you're very different from me in that regard. Like I used to like doing that shit like 10 years ago. And then I, I just kind of, what, so for whatever reason, I just stopped enjoying it as much. Yeah. And, um, uh, co-op multiplayer I enjoy, but co like like deathmatch stuff, PvP, or whatever. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm glad for you. I'm glad that you found something like that because this is that was I guess it's perfect to segue into my next talking point. Is this is the time of year that happens every year where you have like a a, a lull in between titles like releases. Like this is the time of year for that, and every one who's been playing video games know like pretty much after christmas and then really up until you usually you don't see any other big big releases usually till like the end of march maybe and uh a lot of the bigger releases don't hit until like summertime mm -hmm. um so you know granted there's still indie titles and other things that are coming out all year round it's just this is a great time of year to get caught up on the backlog that i know everyone yep. probably listening to this podcast right now has like, I have a insane backlog of mm -hmm. video games. Like, just absolutely insane. I could not buy a new video game for now in the next like, five years at least and have something different to play, like, every day. Yeah. You know? It's crazy how many games I have and access to now because of, like, Game Pass and all of my Steam library and my retro library and just, like, all this shit. There's so much out there now it's never been a better time to be someone who loves video games because there's literally something for just about everyone and i will say um you know if you if you said there are games from 10 years ago that i've missed out on mm -hmm. i would say good luck going and playing those games you know you're gonna you're gonna have a rough time playing some of those older titles but 10 years from now the games that we play today are still gonna be really fucking good like if, if you were to play Little Nightmares or Control or like Overwatch 10 years from now, it's going to be a great looking, polished, well-performing game that you could probably, well, Overwatch not so much because it's a multiplayer, but like some of the campaigns, like the newest Star Wars um, RPG that came out, why can't no, I think Fallen of the Order? The, Fallen Order. You could yeah. play that 10 years from now because like the, the difference between games now and games in 10 years, like... The gra sure, the graphics are going to be better. Um, maybe some AI interaction is going to be better. But there's still going to be a lot of titles that are going to hold up. And that's what kind of makes me 
not feel like I need to play my backlog as fast as I originally thought I did mm -hmm. because th some of these games are still going to be playable a little while from now. You know, the, the only issue we might have is uh, system architecture that's holding us back. If we move to a 128-bit system architecture. I'm not saying I'm in a rush. I'm just, the point is. No, that's just me personally. Oh, yeah. I, I would say it's so cool, though. I mean, there's so many good games out there. Like, it's, there's so many good titles to play. And there's so many unique titles to play that, I mean, what I honestly, there are times when I am, I have so many options that I find it hard to choose what I want to play and then mm -hmm. end up playing nothing. I know we've, and then you let, then you let chat decide. Yeah. yeah right. There's, <laughs> there's going to be a time where you bring a, maybe a tablet or a single laptop somewhere and cloud computing has gotten to the point where it is a viable contender with regular video games. You could be on vacation, be like, you know what? I'm I'm chilling here on the beach uh, for like this one day. I'm super fucking sunburned, so I'm just going to sit out on the balcony, load up this tablet, play the video game that you were playing back home. If you wanted, you could launch up a stream, yeah. do a quick desktop capture with a, like technology is going to get to that point where streaming is no longer hunkered down to your office or to your bedroom or wherever. So I'm super excited to see where that stuff goes to as well. Um, whether or not you want to take streaming on vacation with you or not is is totally up to the, the person. Um, I would advise you not, but I'm also the type of person that even when I'm relaxing, I still like working like just a little bit. Like I, if I can, there's a difference between working and then working in a completely relaxed state. Like on a Saturday afternoon, I'm sitting here in my fucking underwear, drinking a beer, and I'm editing videos. Like that doesn't feel like work to me. Um, right. But I'm sure any psychiatrist would say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Take 12 hours off of work and just enjoy some alone time. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, that's, it's important to have that, but I mean, again, it just it's dependent on the person. So I mean, yep. everybody's different. So. Yep. Do you? Uh, let's, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask you a question about. Um, I can't remember. It was, it was something about the games you were playing, but you, we can move along. Um. Oh, this is a, a thing too. Just I don't know if you guys. This is anecdotal, but I still can't find a fucking PS5 to save my life. I've been trying to get one of those. Uh, the digital ones, the non-optical drive ones. You know. Oh, I didn't. I realized you were trying. Yeah, I was trying freaking anywhere. Can you, get it. Your mic cut out there for a second. Oh, did it? Yep. Are we, are we good? Yeah, we're good now. You said you were okay. trying. Uh, I was uh, trying, uh, and uh, yeah. Um, it just, I haven't been able to find one, but hopefully at some point. What, uh, uh, what platform-specific titles are you after? Uh, the biggest one is I want to play the remastered Demon's Souls. Ah, okay. Dude, Which that needle runs so do. deep with you right now. Like, it really uh, is, man. Like, But, I mean, I still have plenty of titles to play. I still have Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. So it's not like I have to get it right now. But I've been trying to find one because I would like to get one. And I fucking can't find one. So You um, are. You said you're planning to build your next house, correct? Mm -hmm. Have you mm -hmm. already drafted what your gaming streaming room is going to be like? I have not. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be a large space. Um, it'll probably be around the space that I'm in right now. Um, and in fact, I may even, because we're literally building on the same property we're living on now. So right. I may even for a while, just I'm probably just going to leave it in, in here set up. I'll probably be streaming from this space for some time. Um, just because 
it's I know that the internet quality is good and it's I don't have to move anything. So, okay, <laughs> but like okay, I need I need a little a little bit of uh about my streaming space, yeah. Will like, be, are you? T- are we, is there going to be a couch with a TV in there'll there? Be too? Couch, there'll Bathroom be a couch. Bathroom connected. There'll be a TV on the wall. Okay. Um, so that way I can also be as a regular kind of like living space. It'll be a mini fridge. Uh, and um, just a mini yeah. fridge, not like a little maybe a little mini bar as well. You have like a walk-in maybe, freezer. maybe, maybe I'll have uh, you know, some stuff to make some martinis. I don't know, maybe good. I, 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 I gotta be. I might have you, a little Jimmy. wooden, just like one of those little bars you open up. You know what I mean? Like one of those. Like I'm, one a, of those I'm a little. Bars. I'm underwhelmed by your lack of imagination, like the, the lack of planning that you. I'm a simple you, man, dude. I'm just a simple man. I I don't need a lot. I don't. I really don't. Like I, I just I need the bare minimum. Marshall or two, one in each corner. I, I'm pretty simple, dude. I don't need I, I like a whole bunch of shit. Like I, you just give me a little space, give me a computer and uh, a microphone and and some booze, and I'm good, man. That's pretty much all I need. I'm gonna go ahead and clip this right now, so I'm gonna pause for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Clipping that, I'm gonna save that because when it comes down to the nitty gritty, and you step into that room where it's just a bunch of fucking studs. Mm-hmm. You're going to go, oh, fuck. This is mine. This is my space. And I get to design it from scratch. And then we're, it's going to be a fucking speakeasy. There's there's going to be taps. There's going to be a Yo, beer look, tap. There's going to be a TV. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to have a, a, an arcade. What I'm probably planning on doing is having a one single stand-up arcade machine okay. that's close to my computer that I can also capture and send so I could do some streams where I'm playing on an arcade cabinet now we're talking okay yeah i've already i have thought about right. it but these things it's still it's so far in like the future that i i haven't no i haven't really gone too far in my planning of that all so. right that's fair that's fair. i'll give you a pass for now by okay. the way really quick how do you like your chair i like it a lot i mean it don't get me wrong it's not a herman miller uh, right it's a gamer chair, right? Yeah, but it's honestly what I really like about it the most is that the mesh material and it's molded it. You can pick to, I mean, but it's a respawn chair. This is like their best gaming chair, right? And it comes in like black or gray. I got it in gray because it was like $40 cheaper. And so. I think you wear a lot of black too. So, yeah, oh, so you're it not was on actually, I, I prefer the gray anyway. Um, but no, dude, it's like a really it's a it's better than the chair I had. And the chair I had, I, I just took it to work is that it's better than the chair I had at work. So it was like an upgrade all the way around. But Don't you the, love my that? chair at work was killing me, so I had to upgrade there and you know. Have you guys ever used the headrest on one of these chairs before? I was thinking only about this the I'm other day. Pl- yeah. Only when I'm playing not streaming. If I'm streaming, I can't because I gotta be up on the mic. But if I'm Should playing we, a video game, yeah. I lean back. Oh yeah. Really? All the time. Yeah, I don't. All the time. I never do it because mine doesn't have enough like um, strength for like the lean. Oh back yeah, mine. The, I can I can pull pull a little lever and I feel like this I'm sucker falling. will go way back. So yeah, I feel like I'm falling. A little bit of a brag with this chair, but the headrest actually moves. It it stays completely stationary. So even when I lean back, the headrest stays in the same exact position. So it actually supports your neck all the way back. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. With most chairs, the headrest just goes back with the chair. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. this one, it actually kind of comes forward as you lean back. So there's times yeah, when cool. I'm watching something extended. And, and you I, don't even need a pillow. No. Yeah. I pass yeah. on this chair all the time. I go like this, 
I put my hands on my stomach. The the cattle usually jump up, and he lays down, and I just you want to you want to hear a pro strat, dude? Yes. So I I took my other chair to work. I've been taking the freaking power naps at work like every week. Yeah, taking the freaking. I'm taking like two to three power naps a week. Between like twenty oh. to forty minutes, rookie numbers. Dude, we got to bump up them numbers. Yeah, I got to bump oh. those up. Get a commercial in here. <laughs> it's so nice, so nice. What? Just taking I... that chair back and then just. Yeah, I realized I had the power of uh, napping in high school when I could go like this and close my eyes for five minutes, and then like my head would fall off my hand, and that would jerk me awake, and be like, "I'm fucking ready to go, dude. I'm a stallion. I'm ready to fucking pounce." Power nap is like the greatest thing ever, man. Yes. It really is. Yep. And I didn't have time really to take them before this year. Uh, but now that I'm not coaching and I'm just teaching and stuff and all I have to worry about is my classroom, when I get little breaks, I'm like, all right. Good night, I'm students in. I don't have I have a conference <laughs> period one day and a remote class the other day. Well, I'm not on with them the whole time or, you know, I have a pre-recorded for my remote class. So essentially I have a conference every day. I got time to take a little nap, man. I'm hitting it. I'm te- the lights down low. Yeah. Set the alarm on my phone. I'm just freaking just. I got. I pull my. Here's the pro tip. If you don't have a fancy chair like that, you bring a pillow to the office and stow it somewhere. I stow it in my closet in the in the classroom. I pull my pillow out. You what it? I pull my pillow out. No. What do you What do you do to the pillow? Where does it go? How do you? I pull my pillow out. No, no. no. Where is it though? Where Where are you putting it? Like how? What are you doing with it? I put it behind my head. No, but before you put it to your head, you, you, it's where? What do you do with the pillow so it's hidden away? Where, where do you put it away? It's in my closet. Yeah, I know, but how are you? What is the verb you use to? Hidden? <laughs> Stow? You stowed it? Stowed? Stowed it away? Yeah, it was stowed away. Okay. He's like an air, You never say pilot. stowed? You never say stowed away? No. Store? No. You know. Stash? Well, that's yeah. a, I mean, it, it is a, it's a nautical term, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that the best part of your day, I, I'm picturing you in your classroom, the best part of your day. And when you have the biggest smile on your face is the time in between you shutting off the light switch and then you walking back to that chair and just like those seven seconds of you walking across oh, the classroom back to the chair It is the greatest ever. Like, honestly, and I know I'm getting a nap. During the school day, I was like, I, let's say I've taken a, the way my days are set up, okay, is like this. On one day a week, I teach from like 8.50 all the way till I have a lunch break for like 30 minutes, but then all the way till 1.45, okay? And then I'm on conference period till pretty much the end of the day, till like 4.20, okay, when school Wait, lets out. 4.20? Yeah, 4.20, school lets out. What time does school start? 8.50. Oh, okay. So, okay, you're starting later. I was about to say, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) But yeah, I'm there by 8 every day at the latest. I'm usually there by 7.30. That's late as fuck. Like, every school that I've ever been in or worked at, staff reports at 7. That's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. I'm I'm at work at 8 o'clock. Well, it's high school. So, we get out later. And we we aren't having to be there as early. Okay. Hmm. So, um, but anyway, but yeah, man, uh, to make a long story longer, uh, I like naps and, uh, they've been good to me. Um, Is that an X wing on the bedspread behind you? That's an, a quilt. Yes. I've never noticed that. I've never noticed that either. I thought that There's was a, a TIE fighter above it. Stain. It's quilted. 
It's a quilted. It's all quilted together. Huh? What are the pillows? The pillows say Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They do. Holy shit! Holy shit! No, that man. was a that was a thing they sold at Pottery Barn like a dec more than a decade ago. Um, and Fuck, then man. it was right around the time my wife and I got married, and we were trying to decorate the guest bedroom, the office, which became my first streaming room. Ooh. Oh, anyway, ooh. the old lore, house lived lore. in. Lore. And uh, so she was like. That was her like wedding present to me. Was like this Star Wars. <laughs> Honey, this is where you're sleeping if we ever fight. <laughs> exactly. That was basically what she told me. She's like, if you fight, at least you'll know you're sleeping in an X-wing. You're I like, said, wait, babe, I just... <laughs> when you uh, badass, honey. <laughs> when you crawl into bed at night and she's laying there all pretty, do you go, I have you now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> uh, by the way, I never said what I was drinking. I was drinking some rainbow sherbet beers before. I've picked up another pack of red mm-hmm. stripe. So that's your little go-to, dude. You like the little freaking red stripes. I have that's your little, that's your go-to. In my past year, I have bought both Molson and PBR mm-hmm. and Rolling Rock. And they all taste like dog shit to me now. And I'm super mm. sad because I love all of those beers. This is the only like cheap ish beer um, that doesn't taste like dog shit. So I've been it's picking good. these up a Red little Stripe's bit. Good beer. No, no, it's not. A, it's not a bad. It's not a bad lager. I like it. it uh, Looks like quick. you're drinking Benadryl when you're drinking it, like an old style Benadryl. Just because <laughs> of the, <laughs> the shape of the bottle. The shape of the bottle. Yeah. Did it's I ever tell you guys that I've. What kids these days call robo tripping to where you actually trip by swallowing enough cough medicine to kill a horse. Mm -mm. Yeah. So back in my recreational substance abuse days, uh, like six months ago, there was (laughs) (laughs) there was something you could do called robo tripping where there was a certain drug in Robitussin, and I think it's since been released or removed, and any dr- any cough medicine that has it now is now, like, prescription. Like, you can't just go and buy it. But right. me and my buddy would just swallow anywhere from 30 to 35 Robitussin pills and Ooh. go to space. When I Dude, say space, I'm so bad for your liver. Interstellar. Yeah. Um fucking crazy so i don't like cough syrup at all yeah, anymore uh, um but yeah. holy hell you could make a single bedroom feel like the milky way yeah no Drugs are bad. I, I they used to they used to have coating in some of those stuff too i think a little purple slurp yeah um the milky yeah way. that can really yeah that can fuck you up it sure. can and it did yeah. I, I wonder yeah. why I'm so fucked up these days. I blame it on the Jehovah's Witnesses, but it was really that purple stuff. No, <laughs> it was probably the sex track. parties at your aunt's house. <laughs> Those essential <laughs> oil gangbangs. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we jump into the Elgato conversation, I would like oh, to we- go over yeah, video games. I know, Jimmy, you kind of went over the, 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 the soul stuff. Oh. Dark Souls. I also wanted to. I wanted to plug something. Now that I'm thinking about it, skip um, it. Next, yeah. Fortnite. I can't wait. Is this some type of commercial? Is this a Com- commercial? It's a commercial. Go for can it. We stop for Go a commercial for yeah, yeah. break. Yes, we, we, need, we, need, we need to. We need to. We need to practice so our a, ad breaks. A former guest host of the show, Katie Peters, plays, uh, and I are going to be playing some, uh, and a few other people. We're going to be playing some uh, uh, No Man's Sky together uh, coming up. In a couple of weeks, I'm I'm gonna be on break. I'm not streaming it because I'm not very good at dual streaming, and especially with multiple people, because there's gonna be more than it's not just me and her. Um, 
But it'll be March 16th. I'll, I'll post about it. But it should be a good time. I'm going to be on spring break, so I'm just going to get hammered and be a fucking belligerent, a belligerent Jimbles in her channel. It'll be fun. Why, do you, be why is that a spring break exclusive? <laughs> it, I mean, it's not. But I mean, it is because it's during space, the week. Because it's during the week. That's why. If it's on the weekend, you guys know. I mean, I was belligerent last night. All right, uh, but, I, I will yeah. send each. I will send each one of the participants a a bottle of Robitussin, and you guys can have a have a great time. We we, we have to have Katie Peterson back on the podcast because she tweeted. Um, I have a bone to pick with her. She tweeted a few days ago her streaming setup, and her monitors are sitting on like eight books. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to buy this woman a a, a monitor arm. Like, you want to go half? I don't even know how she gets by with two monitors. I, honestly, I will go half season. We should make a GoFundMe to save to save her because, dude. We'll bring I, her. I she like, already told me she wants to come back, so we'll we'll. Okay. will give me some days. That'll we'll be get her a back surprise. You can. Be then I want you to go ahead and grab that image, <laughs> so we can use it to shame her at the start of the podcast. Okay, and then at the end of the podcast, we'll gift her a brand new one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll I, throw in, we can split yeah, yeah. the money for a monitor mount for Katie. I would. I'd <laughs> yeah, be yeah. happy to do it. I loved. Yeah. Honestly, there is always a, a small part of me that envies the small minimalistic yeah. setups she Her does setup have looks a very minimalist setup yeah uh, i mean and she makes it work i couldn't i mean i need all my gadgets and doohickeys yeah so. same same uh other video games you've been playing jimmy any oh. others yes ace combat six and the outer worlds i've been doing that off stream um because so get this shit my father-in-law like we live i live with my in-laws right uh right now because we're we're gonna be building a property on the back of their their property and we, uh, there's like a, a living room in the back. I mean, they have this massive house. It's this huge house. We live in the back ha- part of the house and they live in the front part of the house. We, there's a door that separates that. The, I mean, it's like a duplex basically, yeah. you know? Anyway. So my father-in-law is kind of crazy a little bit. Like he always wants to make sure shit's working right. And, uh, I knew there was an issue. Like he was talking up this TV we had in the back of the house uh like on, that was mounted on the wall and it was like a 4k tv or whatever and i was like well it may be 4k or whatever but it's got light bleed you know like on the panel like you could see yeah, yeah it was yeah. like bleeding out from the corners like you can easily see it when you would turn the brightness down and you could see it coming off the edge of the panel he's like no i don't know what you're talking about i was like robert you got called light bleed look it up you got it on that tv like because he was like you've been playing video games on there it's like yeah it's kind of hard to play in the dark because the, light the lights light. are bleeding, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get him to, like, replace this TV, you know? <laughs> and uh, sure enough, you know, he has an insurance policy through something. And they came out to look at it. And they're like, yep, got light bleeding on that panel. We're going to have to give you a new, a new. So they wrote him a check for, like, two grand. And so he bought, like, now I have, like, a state-of-the-art freaking 4K, <laughs> 120 hertz TV back there, dudes. God I'm damn. just sitting back there, like, I'm like. <laughs> you should, now you're gonna be walking around and be like so uh, nice. i don't know robert uh i'm, I'm hearing some sound bleed the yeah speakers, right. i've got sound bleed. I'm like, dude i don't know man the surround sound it's just not quite cut it man this toilet it's poo bleeding i think we're gonna need one with a bidet <laughs> no, came, it was funny the day the day they came to install the new tv he comes back he comes around he's like okay can you go can you do me a favor I need you to hook up your good Xbox, the good one, the new one you've got. <laughs> hook that up to that TV back there. 
I was like, all right, Robert, I'll hook it up. And then once you're done, I want you to hit every fucking TV in the house. Check which ones be bleeding because I can't have this hemorrhaging happen in my house. Let's go. He's in his early 70s, you know, like he's he's with it, but he's, you know, he's also in his early 70s. He's a boomer, you know, so sometimes I got to like, you know, but he's a great dude. He's a, he's a really good guy. And I, I, uh, I enjoy, I wasn't taking advantage. I knew I was just accelerating the process of what was going to happen. That's I mean, Robert got a brand new fucking TV, man. He did. He, he had to pay like a $100 fucking deductible. He got a brand new 4K yeah. top of the line set. It makes me, whenever I hear stories like that, it's like a life hack or like someone that has their shit together. Like it, if something broke in my apartment, I'd be like, fuck, man. Like I've got to order one off Amazon now. Like mm-hmm. this dude's got like an insurance program for his yeah. TV. Like Jesus. Yeah, he has together, uh, insurance for every electronic. He's also the exact opposite of me, Knackers, in that. He has like forty characters for like every single password on every single thing that he Holy uses. Shit. Like he has like it's ridiculous. Like the dude is ridiculous. Like it's just like I can't put my password in on here. It's too many characters. I need to put it in on another device. These goddamn Chinese are trying to hack my devices. <laughs> I'm like easy, man. Oh what? man! Can't say Chinese around here. I know they're trying to hack us. I'm like, okay, well, it ain't just the Chinese, Robert. But you're right. Yeah, the Russians hackers out there. They're coming for us too. Yeah, it's some kid named that. Xander down the street with a fucking mm. uh, VPN. Yeah. <laughs> He's got one of those old black and blue Linksys routers turned upside down. He's like, I'm yeah. coming for that Jimmy Internet. <laughs> uh, Bishy, what what games have you been playing other than Rogue Company? Uh, not Rogue Company. I quit playing that game. Uh, Hell Let Loose. Um. I've been playing uh, Valheim. I played that a bit. God, everyone's playing that fucking game. Yeah, that game's it's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, but this last week, I actually have been playing less games and just doing a bunch of catching up on animation projects, Jimmy's project, um, and catching up on work stuff. I've just been uh, just hanging out. I've been watching, you know, a lot of NHL and a lot of uh, Twitch streams. So that's been tiding me over. But the only game that I'm gonna I'm trying to get my hands on right now is Midnight Club Los Angeles. Oh my god! So I can god. play it on Xbox. Because I, I I found this game just in a video, and I was like, holy fuck, I remember this. Like, in the nostalgia started coming back. So that might be something that I end up playing on stream. Um, I want to see if I can hook it up to the to the racing sim. That'd be really interesting. That, I was running over people in Midnight Club before Grand Theft Auto ever made it famous. Do you know what's nuts? If you, I want to go back and check, but I'm pretty sure that most of the stuff in Los Angeles ended up being brought over to GTA Five. Like a lot of like the art style. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. If you look at Midnight Club Los Angeles, not the character models, but the cars, it's very similar to GTA 5. Look, we can we can talk about good Midnight Club, but nothing is ever going to top Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. House dub Edition real is big. A, yeah. Rims real big. I, I mean, never played a Midnight Club ever. <gasps> Bro! Dude, they're so good. You know what I did good, play, man. though, that I loved was uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. And yeah. they remastered yeah. that, apparently, and, and put it out recently. I might be willing to try that out. I never see. I don't think about racing games since I started streaming because it's so impossible for me to play a racing game and stream. You know, yeah. Yeah, unless you, you have like out. text to speech coming in here, yeah. like you did and shit. Yeah, like yeah. you can't take oh. your eyes off the road to read chat while you play a racing game. You just yeah. can't. I would say that Midnight Club Three Dub Edition and the Need for Speed Underground series were probably mm-hmm. two of my favorite car games to date. 
Um, I think it was Brooke Burke was the the babe of Need for Speed Underground. I was like, oh my god, this is my first boner. I can. What am I going to do with myself? Um, I. But here's Dude, Brooke my. Brooke was a babe. She was. She is a babe. I don't know if you she still. Is, yeah. She's still a babe. She probably still is. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen her. Uh, those days. Too I'm busy conquering X wings. In that <laughs> I'm bed looking of up yours. Brooke Burke. Uh, I'm afraid that if that game were to, if they did like Need for Speed Underground three. That if Holy I would pick shit. it up, babe, she's forty nine. Yeah, that's Dude, only like two years older than hot. you. She's still super hot. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, oh, this I, is a real human being. I thought this was like a digital. No, she's real. Oh my god, yeah, Dude, she's, she's, she's still mega hot at forty nine. Oh my god! Give me boners back then. Gives me boners nowadays. Dude, <laughs> I'm looking at these photos that are not old, and I'm like, God dang, bro. <laughs> Oh my God! I gotta. I'm gonna send you this. Coconut. You know what, I'm just gonna give it. It's, this is not porn. This is from. I'm gonna put it in chat. Here you go. Enjoy. You're welcome. Look at the first picture. If you if you're seeing this now, look at that picture and tell me that. This. Holy shit! Can you imagine Brooke if Burke. the general public had access to plastic surgery? What we would. So when all she look got like? this photo taken, she was like 37. You. She was 37. But God. I... Wait, wait. You linked a picture from 13 years ago. Dude, this what? is she's forty-seven. Wait, no, how do you know it's thirteen no, years ago? No, she's forty-something in this picture. Okay, okay, twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's two years ago. Instead of instead of forty-seven, she's like what? Wait, what game was this from? And what am what am I missing? She was Need in Midnight Club. Need for Speed Under. Oh my god, was it? Oh, oh Underground Two. Yeah, yep. Dude, yeah, that was a banger. That was she a was banger. your race liaison. Oh. I remember this game. I played yeah. this at my buddy's house. I never had a PlayStation, so I couldn't play it. I remember... Um, I can't remember what platform I played it on, but just a very, very good game. And I know that if that game were... If they were to come out with number three nowadays, I would play it and be like, this isn't my type of game. Like, that yeah. type of game just isn't my shit anymore. But back in the day, it was really, really yeah, good Yeah, just because, like, the graphics and car racing games were far superior to any other game. Like, the realism of the mm -hmm. car games were just so much better than anything else. The <laughs> And they could they don't they could have anything put, like that anymore either. Like they the, they, the racing games are so like um, they're either like over the top, like like a Transformers movie, and or or they're like it's like a romantic thing. Like okay, Jensen Button, you've got five laps left. Uh, watch your tires, and you have to like it, it's like a full fucking racing sim. They don't have like street gritty street racing games anymore like they're all like too much fucking bullshit and then there's know? like track mania where you're just fucking yeah, flying yeah, in the just air going crazy yeah yeah well i i definitely it's, it's kind of like when you know why battlefield games don't really do well it's because it's just not the target market video game P kids want either fast paced close range yeah uh, call of duty shit or they want a battle royale like the, the game just wouldn't it just wouldn't survive um, yep. The same reason, like, whenever there's remasters of games, I remember everybody was busting their fucking undernuts about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater when they got remastered. Mm -hmm. That lasted maybe a week. Who the yeah, fuck is playing minutes. Tony Hawk's Play, uh, play Skater? <laughs> play Skater 4. Porn Skater Dumb fucking edition. come, Marshall, coming <laughs> to you. I don't usually like to break attention away from discussion. Into Are you still looking at Brooke Burke? No, I'm done okay. with that. Okay. I've already <laughs> Yeah, do we need to come Marshall? Already we need to come Marshall? <laughs> I finished, but we need a break the, the person Marshall. we were talking about last week 
two weeks ago on the podcast has now arrived in the <gasps> oh. chat. Charmed. Legend, Charmed. Ben. <laughs> the legend. Do I not know what you were going to ask? Not what you were going to ask? Huh? I said, do don't I, embarrass you, him. Do it. Do it. Yeah, roast his ass. Uh, Jimmy's getting roasted. Go ahead, now. I, I don't Take remember what, you were, what I was going to ask, Jimmy. Do you remember? What? I don't. Wait, you're, wait what? Wait, what? So, okay. Wait, what? So, real quick. Great podcast. Charmed. Uh, two weeks ago on this podcast, um, Jimmy started off a fantastic sentence with the best words that I've ever mm-hmm. heard. And he began mm-hmm. to explain a, a Skyrim-focused Twitch channel, a live stream, uh, an interactive experience, if you will. Like Nick that and I posted him. Yep. Yes. And uh, so Jimmy had gotten this fantastic raid from a Skyrim creator after he had been playing Skyrim. And he began to explain your channel. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this guy's name is Charmed. And I said, Jimbalaya, my friend. <laughs> Not only has this person been in this Twitch chat during this podcast for quite some time, I've talked about him. I've brought him Thousands up. You've been <laughs> in my channel when I've raided him. And he was like, yeah, I found this new guy. You're like, do you guys have <laughs> no, heard dude, of him? I found him. I found him. He's new. Okay. Welcome on in, Charm. It's good to have you. Anyway, I'm, I, I'm glad. Good. It all it, worked out. It was a good time. I, so, yeah. I totally, I totally always listen to everything Knackers and Bishop say. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I, th- I think we've all, we've all now had a, a period on this podcast where we've come across Charmed Stream and been like, wow, this is amazing. And then we <laughs> all at different times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, man, this is really cool. I like, I literally dined with the man at TwitchCon and came back and told stories about him. I remember the story. I don't remember the individual. Like, it just didn't connect. Like, the name didn't connect. You know what I mean? So, when I came across this channel, I was genuinely excited because, you you know, anytime you find a a content creator that you think you're like, oh, man, I really like this content creator. I want to tell everyone about this content creator I think is really unique and cool, right? Which you did to me a while back about Charm, but I just, and I never, you know, I never <laughs> happened to look. It's okay. You know, right. it's probably because I didn't trust you. I didn't believe you. It's fine. I believe you. It's fine. You know, this happens a lot with Weenie. Weenie will like, yeah. we'll watch a movie together or something, mm-hmm. and then she'll watch the movie again like a month later be like, Nicholas, I watched this movie. It was so fantastic. It's, it's called uh, <laughs> Thor: Dark World, and uh, you'll never you'll never believe the plot of this. She she does this all the time, or we'll, like watching a, a YouTube video or something. But it's okay. She's she's influenced by the ganja, yeah. so she gets. It all works out. It all works out. Um, Elgato. Elgato. Yeah, I was just gonna say the only thing I've played. I only play Call of Duty. I, I know. At other know. points during the week, I'm just I'm working, and then when you're it's time PvP to game, God, you're young. You are. You are a young global god. superstar. Young god. Yeah. I, young god. I am going to. I have 397 clips that I've taken of my Call of Duty gameplay over the past two months, and it, I'm going to have some YouTube videos coming out. They're going to showcase my awesome PvP ness. Mm. I like Pickle Nick, by the way. Your little gaming alter ego. I like. Thank that. you. I have. Cool. I have a blast. A cool idea. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, I completely. It's, almost, it's weird. It's like, is anyone else you know use like some type of avatar that stream? You want to. You want to tally up things that we borrowed from each other. You want. You want to go ahead and <laughs> go on record and tally have up an things? avatar off. <laughs> avatar Dude, off. God I know. Dang. I know. I, I know. Was funny. No, the way you animate him is way more advanced than what I do. So, Snapcam, cool. dude. 
Yeah, it's all it's all it is, a little piece of software. But yeah, that I know we had a conversation about that when I was streaming. But it, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a cool. a day where I can just stream, I be like it. off camera, it's and good just idea. shit on kids. Yeah. All no, it's long. it's a very yeah. good idea. I like it, and I think that you have a you got a good plan, dude. It's crazy how like uh, Bozo and the Pickle are more intriguing than me as a person. Dude, it took me a little <laughs> while to acknowledge the fact that people enjoyed the beer face more than my face. You yep. know what I mean? Mm, yep. yeah. It took me a little while to like kind of come to grips with that. But then I realized beers are non-sexual. They're, they're androgynous. Mm-hmm. They're, they're non-threatening. And you never got to see my RBF because it looks like the beer is always smiling pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in that regard, I, in a weird roundabout way, I think even though people know that I'm male— I think by being in in your defense too, like a pickle or yeah. a non like sexualized character, something that's not male or female, it just makes it more. Um, Are you open? suggesting that chat comes in and sexualizes you immediately? No, that's not what I'm suggesting. They what I am saying is, <laughs> what I'm Wait, saying is, <laughs> I think you have a wider appeal if you use something as an avatar that is not male or female. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I think, and that was actually one of the things when I was thinking about doing an avatar. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't one or the other, even though I was obviously have a male voice. I didn't want to have something that was pandering to one thing. I wanted something that would be kind of a neutral gender type of thing. Yeah, I mean, especially nowadays, where for one, anybody who doesn't exist on either side of male or female to have a place where they feel like they can exist. And, and relate and be accepted it's it's being more inclusive which is something that you know everybody s- strives to do but it's it's awesome that that was a thought of yours because it really opens the doors for a lot of other things you know what i just realized i would be willing to do this for you even though wow. i would be reaping all of the benefits we could put this podcast behind a paywall so that if people ever wanted to see what you actually look like they have to pay <sighs> me to be able to see that fat stash. But dude, then the 12 viewers that we have right now that are watching this podcast <laughs> or listening to it afterwards, then they're going to have to pay? Come on, man. That is Can't enough to pay? cover my coffee for two weeks. And if I could not pay for my own coffee for two weeks, that would be worth <laughs> screwing everybody else not willing to pay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You well, know, I'm going to leave it up to you. You're, you okay. know, you're, you're the originator and creator of this podcast. So ultimately it's up to you to decide, sir. I'm you should sell, so you should sell your ideas to YouTubers, man. Like David Dobrik, you could really just, uh, yo, ace it. It's time for fucking Twitch tips on, on just TikTok. do subscribers <laughs> only. Let's do subs only. Yeah. How about that? You, you, you pay do, for the extra like content. You're halfway yeah. there, right? The Maybe that increases your subs a little bit. Real quick on TikTok, I know that I should never be taking financial advice, um, but one of the one of the cool things about TikTok are the trends that happen. And one of the trends was there was somebody who said, tell me something about everyday life that you feel is illegal to know. And there's all of these financial professionals mm-hmm. that are coming out and saying things like about mortgages and taxes. Some of the things that these people say that like enlighten people to like how to save certain money, what to do with money when you're investing or when you're saving and like how to get around certain things that should fuck you financially, but is really just like a massive con by the government to get your money is honestly insane. And it's one of my favorite things about that type of short form content is people 
who specialize in certain fields and release like little pieces of information like that. It's been something cool that I've watched. Um, all right, Elgato. Elgato released three new products. They have an LED strip, a green screen gaming mat, and sound panels. Um, and Wait, what's the green screen thing? It's just it's a gaming mat, like a big mouse pad. It's a that's mouse green. pad that's green. Yep. Why? Why? Do you, why do you need that? So people who do crafts, if they wanted to oh, chroma key okay, stuff yeah, out, yeah, yeah, okay, or if you're a competitive gamer and you want to share your keyboard, mouse, or controller yeah, when yeah, you're gaming, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So very, very common thing. Uh, the gaming mouse pad, I think it was sixty bucks. The LED strip was sixty dollars for a smart. Um, they're called RGBW LED strips. There are mm-hmm. RGB strips that have dedicated LEDs for broadcasting the white color um, anywhere in between 6,500 and 3,500 Kelvin, which is important when it comes to production. And then you have the very controversial <laughs> sound panels, uh, which yeah. there are six pretty sizable sound panels, <laughs> um, acoustic treatment panels for $100. And there has been a lot of conversation. Um, I've I've kind of gotten in on shitting on the people shitting on Elgato. And Jimmy, I don't know how much you care about this kind of stuff or how much you've been following. I know Did that you know that I have sound panels all on the walls. I didn't. I did not. I do. But it was also something that I got from Amazon, and I got enough to cover my entire corner wall space in front of me right here for like 50 bucks, mm-hmm. like the foam. And then my wife, she, what we did was we took old sheets and we put them mm-hmm. on some like little pieces of wood that I, we drilled into the wall. I don't know why I was doing like this. Cause I actually drilled, I didn't hammer. Uh, we drilled uh, the sheet that had the, the sound foam pieces. My wife like used, uh, those little like adhesive strips, the 3M strips, mm-hmm. to put them on the sheets, and so it's just these sheets of sound foam that we can just pull the thing off, and all the sound foam's off the wall. All it is is it was like her idea. She's the one who figured it all out because she was tired of hearing me in the bedroom, which is right there. Uh... And so she was like, "Okay, we're gonna soundproof this wall," <laughs> and so now she can sleep. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I, I had no idea you soundproofed the room. No, it was actually my wife because, uh, my wife. yeah, she's actually the one who did it all. I just hung it up pretty much. She did everything else. Okay. Yeah. So you, I, I used to have sound foam. I used to have it up. I don't I don't have it up now just because I'm using different audio stuff and we have like a thicker wall between Casey and I. But we have um, just uh, blackout curtains, like very heavy duty curtains that we hang in the bathroom in between so the sound doesn't travel through. So I think we've all we all have uh did you listed all the prices for all these things, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh the sound panels are a hundred bucks for the starter pack, right? Yep. That's very few panels you get to and man, like- okay, so so from my professional experience working in production, the best way to the, there are about a dozen good ways of preventing sound from transferring through rooms the amount of sound panels that you'll get from elgato will not do anything it'll reduce some of the noise but not much it in a small space it might help but in a large space like this the bedroom or a room that anyone's going to use they're not going to do anything um they i don't know at what point and i'm going to shit on elgato so trigger warning for elgato fans um i don't know at what point elgato released a product where they 
thought to themselves that they're some ungodly, untouchable company like Apple, where anything that they touch turns into gold. But let's just reference three recent products. A mouse pad that is green. A uh, RGB strip that is 70 or 60 or $70 that doesn't have individually uh, addressable LEDs. So it can't do effects, can't do anything. It's an RGB strip with, with like a very basic one competitive with something that you could get off Amazon for 10, 15 bucks. The one thing that it has is the ability to control it from your PC. So many other RGB strips nowadays have app controls and it, maybe you don't have the integration for uh, with Stream Deck. Not worth 60 bucks at all. Not even remotely. Um, the third product being the sound panels, $100 for a mounting system. And I actually watched, I took the time to watch their stream when they released all these products. And the product designer for, for all this stuff, he was talking about like how difficult it is to mount sa- sound panels, especially if you're renting a room like or like a, an apartment like most streamers will do. And he went through all the difficulties of mounting these things up. And yes, sound panels can be a pain in the ass to mount, but it's not like this extremely uh, difficult task that if you uh, that, that you need like some extremely complicated product to solve. It's just a, it's like a decent know how of. Uh, how to mount those sound panels up to be able to execute. So they basically produced a product, a mounting system, um, to solve a problem that wasn't even that much of an issue to start. It's just a lack of information that most people that are trying to mount these things have, right? So my whole thing is like looking at all the shit that they released, the Stream Deck is one of my favorite products that I used. I don't think that Elgato has released a good product since then or before that point. Their their capture cards are okay. Their cam link is an absolute piece of dog shit. Completely useless for most people. It has tons of issues. The the standard of the product is is actual garbage. That most is a that work. is a 50-50 product. It works yes. flawless it works for 50% fi- and yep. then it's dog shit for everybody else. Yeah. So like the their manufacturing, I'm sure there's just like um it, it slipped through the cracks, the cracks a few times with with that crap. Um, their other capture cards are pretty good. The stuff like I use Elgato products for for most of my capture, but a vast majority of the products that they've released are garbage. The or are ex- not necessarily garbage, but are so overwhelmingly overpriced and so under uh, inf- or misinformed from like a product standpoint. Like their LED panels, they have that mounts to the desk are great but they are so misinformed of the use case like it there's so many better products than those panels that you can get for a quarter of the price that it like actually annoys me that they're marketing these products to streamers that don't have a ton of money that they're just trying to like steal basically rob the community of of its value um and a lot of the time it's it's basically it it comes down to like misinformation or like people not understanding how to like to do these things or to set up uh, you know correct lighting um, or sound or or whatever it is. Um, so after seeing this release, I was like, holy fuck, they released three completely overpriced and overhyped. I wouldn't even say overhyped, but overpriced products that already exist in the market that they're trying to solve. Like, what are they solving? These products already exist. They, right. they haven't innovated anything. They haven't added to anything. They've added an integration to the uh, LifeX or to their, um, to their uh, RGB strip that works with the stream deck but you can already do that with lifex or or philips hue or like a plethora of the other um rgb strips with 100 more features so i don't really understand what elgato's doing i feel like they've kind of lost their touch but a 60 dollar mouse pad that is just green doesn't make sense to me an rgb strip that 
is as basic as they come that you could get back in 2008 doesn't really make sense to me. Um, their sound panels for that cost don't it, it just doesn't make sense. It's, it, it's so incredibly misinformed that it's just like the the solutions. It seemed like something that they came up with at the at the last second or like they de- developed the product and then they tried finding the use case for the products. So I got some rebuttals for you. Um, because I'm on the opposite side. Do I think that there is a little bit of Elgat tax? Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Do you believe that buying into an ecosystem equates to additional cost into a product? Yes. Okay. To have, so, so there's an additional value when all the products can work together. If that's what you're, you're talking about. Okay. That, but also, so you and I both know what the first newer app for mobile was to control yeah, the lights, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when somebody says there are cheaper LED strips that work in the same way mm-hmm. that have applications, do they have applications that are actually developed for the device? Because that, that application that was for iPhone was not yeah. made for iPhone. It was, right, right, it was right. shimmied. There were parts that were cut off. That application was absolute dog Ooh. shit. So right. do you believe that some of the development costs of applications that are properly developed mm-hmm. for devices also value into the cost? Yes. yes. Okay. For smart capabilities, because again, you said like there's there's LED strips on Amazon that are, you know, 15, 20 bucks. And there are ones that yeah. have IR remotes, but ones that have smart capabilities and no, you can't control each individual LED on those particular strips. Right. But they are smart controlled. They tie in with the Elgato software and hardware mm-hmm. with the ability to leave open for connecting to API down the road as well. If right. they're if they make, you know, with Elgato being tied in with Corsair, do you believe that should factor into cost as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, mo- okay, so moving on from the LED strip, because the LED strips compared to both LifeX and Philips Hue, it's $30 cheaper. Um, no, $10. The The... LifeX strip is seventy bucks. It's seventy nine. So did they increase the price? When it, I bought it, it was seventy. I just checked uh, it last week and it was seventy nine ninety nine. Um, okay, Philips so twenty dollars more. Eighty nine ninety nine. But the, the well, I guess the original Philips U one uh, needed a hub. Um, so that's neither here nor there. The mm-hmm. sound panels, I will not try and argue that they are a little bit expensive. Yep. My problem is one. The mounting system, what other audio panels have you seen with an audio system? With a mounting system? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, sorry. Um, it's, but they, so they, there's other ones that do, but it's, it, to me, it's like, okay, there's, okay, so to answer your question, there's, there aren't other ones that have like a dedicated system uh, that I personally know of off of the top of my head. But that's because that there isn't necessarily a necessity for that mount mounting system. So the mounting system is cool, but it doesn't really. Uh, the problem is that it doesn't solve a problem. It solves a, an issue with people not having like misinformation or not having the um, available resource to understand how to mount the the panels. Because m- mounting panels on a wall is not a complicated task. No, it's just having the right tools to do it. If that makes sense. So this is where it kind of gets in the conversation of convenience equals cost, right? Right. And right. the importance of aesthetic when it comes to streamers and how things look. Do you mm. think that having the ability to, if they decide to come out with a different type of foam that is hot swappable or a different color and being able to swap those things, do you think that those should factor into the price as well? 
No. Okay. Because you can you can already make those decisions with other products right now. So you can already buy form factor products. So like planning ahead for what Elgato is going to release, you can already buy like a hex design sound panels that are professionally produced by a professional audio company mm-hmm. for around the same cost, if they're like less, right? You can get them in any uh, assortment of colors. You can get them in custom colors. You can already do that. So I, I don't think that that factors in. But I uh, I get where you're going with this, like where the, where the price stacks up. Right. Um, as far as the smart device is concerned, I, I totally agree with you. If you have 50 apps that on your phone or your computer, they control a plethora of different devices. Uh, personally, I, I have a newer um, uh, LED panel that that lights my face and then one that's behind me and then i have these uh the uh what are they called uh the leaf nano leaves behind the wall leaves, and then whatever. i use lifex lights all inside of in, in in the in the apartment so to control all of these different devices right they all have their own individual apps do you know how i control them i control them with a, a single button push on a stream deck right so they all have their own individual APIs. A lot of them now have their own ability to be controlled through the Stream Deck already. So to like that additional value isn't necessarily there in my mind because it isn't that much of an extra step to hook up these devices. Jimmy, for Christ's um, sake. Uh, <laughs> it, it isn't, it isn't um, that much of an additional effort to hook up a, a secondhand uh, application, or sorry, uh, product that already works with Stream Deck because of apps that have been designed. If we go back, so so to really, if we go back like two, three, four years before all of these integrations were within Stream Deck, I would I'd be like, wow, this is awesome that that uh, Elgato is releasing these products like an RGB strip that works with the Stream Deck. That's awesome. But we're at a point now where there's there's already been integrations to, developed for the Stream Deck in uh, with different products that it doesn't like. It's it's like it's so much. It's too late. It doesn't really make sense because there's cheaper and, and uh, better products that exist that already work with Stream Deck, if that makes sense. Like, there is a LifeX integration with Stream Deck now. Right. But would you get that integration if you bought a random Chinese knockoff from Amazon? No, but you could get that same quality with uh, something that's relatively the same price with more features. Like, the LifeX strip is seventy nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I just looked at it. Uh, actually, this one, this one that I found... Um, Okay, that one's on a deal. So, uh, on be- at Best Buy, seventy nine ninety nine, and it has effects. It has more features within the LED strip, and it has an API that you can already work with. So, for twenty dollars more, there's a product that already exists that does ten times the things that that RGB strip can do. That Elgato released. Elgato released this uh, RGB strip that doesn't have like a. So when I say individually addressable LEDs, I know that you know what that means, but that yep. means that. Each LED can be a different color. So what that means is with the Elgato strip, it is one single color across the entire strip. No, you can you can change parts of it. It's just not single LED. I, I don't think you can on the Elgato one. I'm almost certain you can't. There's not individually. In, uh, the, in some of their I could be wrong though. In some of their marketing stuff, they showed like different color gradients that could that could go throughout the strip. So I'll I'll have to look again. I don't want to. I'll have to look again. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look as well. Um, so, but I'm, I, when I asked that question, they said that they couldn't do individually, uh, individually uh, addressable LEDs. I asked that in their chat. But yeah. they, they may have that as an option later uh, down the road. But just seeing that myself, I was like, like, this is a cool thing, but there's other workarounds that you can 
achieve the same capacity. Maybe it's not something that you can do directly from a stream deck, but then you also have to factor in the cost of having like all of the El- Elgato ecosystem. So now you're you're a baseline cost to operate that LifeX strip or that that um, RGB strip is now going to be hundred and sixty dollars because you need well actually even more. What's the baseline? But but who's cost? who's buying a stream deck to a company that? That's what I'm talking about. Is like when right. you're buying into that ecosystem, it's people that already exist oh, that already have it. something yeah right but i think you have both right because you have you have streaming hopefuls that are just trying to get uh the thing that everyone else has like my buddy Ramik, who went and bought um all of the different think products from lifex because they or not lifex sorry elgato because they integrate together um and then he found out that they're all lacking right so you, you end up in that ecosystem but you're missing out on a ton of features if you just did a little bit more research, right? Just like Apple. Um, <laughs> just like, well, right. Just like Apple. But I think that Apple has a right to do that because they they have innovated in the space. Has sure. Elgato innovated yet? Because uh, th- the Stream Deck, they've they've taken a product that already existed in professional broadcast yeah. and brought that and made it readily accessible to people. I think that that's an innovation. Like the Stream Deck is something that I use literally every single day. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I don't think that Elgato has innovated on anything. I think Elgato has bought a lot of companies and they bought a lot of ideas that they're 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 taking the approach of we're gonna we're gonna put everything together in the same market with things that streamers want things that streamers need we're gonna try and we're gonna try and make a premium version of that product and then in some cases they succeed in some cases they do not um but i think for the most part elgato's had some good stuff like their stream deck like you said i use it Every time I stream, I've been using it. I've had it. I've had it. I have a Gen 1 stream deck that's been amazing since I've had it. And it's a great product. That's pretty much the only Elgato product I use, though. Um, I don't use their capture card because I think Avermedia has a better capture card um, for same. the same price. Um, and I, I think it just comes down to you have to decide what's best for you as a consumer. As a stream, you know, uh, stream deck is a great thing. I, I think that they charge a premium for ease of use. Like a lot of people have said, if you honestly have to soundproof a room, you can do it for much cheaper than what they are offering. Uh, and and you're barely getting any foam. I think the foam is like the foam thing to me is the thing that's the most egregious. The other ones, I I can see the market. The foam thing is like you barely get shit, and it's like a lot of money. It's like why would you spend that when you could. 10 times as many foam panels for the same cost. You know what I mean? Here, um, one, of the, one of the final things that I'll say about that is, Jimmy, I respect your opinion. Bishop, I respect your yeah. opinion. <clears throat> but yeah. until somebody comes out and does room tests of the Elgato panels and how they perform and the yep. shitty panels and how they perform, we can talk about how many you can get for how much all fucking day long. And one of I my biggest... Right. Dim- I think it's a diminishing returns type of thing, though. I think for the effect you're trying to get, I don't think there's a big enough difference between these premium panels they're selling and the cheap panels you could buy. Can really- you back that up with proof and research? No. no that, that's I what I'm saying. So, and so- I'm sure if someone someone's down... I'm shit, I bet your boy freaking Epos, Vox, would, would freaking do it. I bet you that'd be He's a... Got a yeah, I bet you that'd be something he could maybe do and see if he could. But you would have to have the right equipment for that. I mean, that's like a that's like a science thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know. So when it comes to when it comes to soundproofing a room, it's more about the volume of the product that that you're using than the quality of the product. Like you mm-hmm. could use 
drapery in your your room and just have like a, a bunch of blankets in the corner of your like there's so many dynamics to actually soundproofing a room most of what um people buy on amazon is actually for sound absorb like it, it absorbs the bouncing within the room so that the sound bouncing within the room um soundproofing is more related to what jimmy was mentioning earlier where his girl or his wife in the other room can't hear him no uh, my girlfriend's screaming. on that side yeah he's, my wife's <laughs> on this, this side. um so i think that like and this goes back to people just not understanding like what they need and it goes uh, elgato appeals to people that want streamer aesthetic and not yes. product function okay that's just a fact period the mm-hmm. I mean, even Knacker's made a video talking about what's better than the Stream Deck, the keyboards that he makes just from like actual usability, like mm. the the ability to have like a tangible physical button. Even though I would I would argue that I would I would suggest a Stream Deck to people more often than I would suggest one of those keyboards, even though in yeah. a production workflow, I would use what Knacker's is, uh, it produces, right? Even over the new Loud Pack that I yeah. that I went over or Loop Deck yeah. Loud Pack. God damn it. So so the thing that like Loud Pack. Visually speaking, there are there are the the Amazon products that you can buy where you can just get like the you get like a big vacuum sealed bag of uh, of sound foam and you can place it all over the fucking place. That is going to do infinitely more than a hundred dollars worth of uh, like if if there's a let's say a ten by ten square on a wall in front of you. That's not going to do much for reducing the the sound reverberation inside of the room. Like only soundproofing one side of your room does nothing. It it almost does nothing. Um, because you still have bounce. Sound doesn't necessarily. It does enough if a, you cover enough of a wall. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. If you're like, covering have, the initial bounce, but this but entire what you're saying side is of the wall between where me right. and my wife sleep is right. covered in that fucking foam. She right. doesn't hear me at night anymore in right, that right. bedroom. She so used to. It's like going underneath a blanket and recording audio is yeah. is far superior than soundproofing one wall of your room. True. Right. Right. And that's why yeah. mo- like professional audio people a-, a lot of the time if they're in the field, they'll just take a blanket and put it over their head. You have like these um it's like a shipping blanket but they're used for production. Yeah. And they use that a lot for for soundproofing. So I think in most like Knackers is right. Like we're going to th- these things are going to have to be tested, but what Elgato produces is aesthetic products. Like these aren't products that are solving that much of an issue in in the world. Like people there's already soundproofing products. They've existed for like 50 60 years right if if not longer yeah. um there's professional products that exist there's acoustic it's an aesthetic products that exist. like just like yeah. their green screen it's a very convenient if i were gonna if i were a green stream streamer i would want the elgato green stream because you can right. fold it up just pull it up well that thing's fucking, that thing's awesome man yeah like, it's that, amazing I, I, it's I amazing product for, right I, I forgot about that product from while i was listing the products like that that product solves an issue of when you're a streamer, having your yeah. room dedicated to having a green screen, you you reduce you have the usability to dedicate and space. function of so that that's room. That's a way to avoid having to do that, right? And that's right. an awesome product. It solves so that, the problem. That's so probably let, their second at, most innovative product. So, I, and I don't know if this was just like an afterthought sort of product, but I, I don't understand Elgato's necessity. Maybe because people are asking for it. Maybe there's some sort of background demand for people that are playing Fortnite or that want to show like a keyboard cam. But there's already products on Amazon that exist that have green screen or green colored or blue colored mouse pads. Like these things, they, these massive, like I use a, um, an XL mouse, mouse pad. It's like a, a glorious mouse pad, like a huge mouse pad. So I don't have any limitation to where the edge of my desk is. But I can buy the same mouse pad in green already for the same price that Elgato's selling there. So that's, that's what, I don't understand why they went down the, 
like the rabbit hole of producing that. Maybe it's when people can have a one stop shop where they go on Elgato and they buy all the I products. I think that that's they want. what it is, dude. I think that Elgato's trying to be the one stop shop for you want to stream, you can get all your yeah. products here at Elgato and, and I think that's what they're trying to be. I, I just I have always been like a proponent of telling people to save their money when they're streaming, like buy pro, buy this instead of that, right? I've, I've mm-hmm. done that for a long time. Like instead of buying professional uh, lighting equipment, you can buy those Supon light panels and, and mask them and do, you know, uh, and basically save, you know, five, 600 bucks by doing that or two or $300, right? Yeah. Like there's always an easier route. And I feel like Elgato is tending to do the complete opposite, right? They're, they're marketing a $60 mouse pad to people because they want you to continue to spend money at their business. But in reality, they're sucking the life out of a uh, the, the streaming hopefuls that are going to be buying these products. An overwhelming majority of the people that buy Elgato products don't su- succeed in streaming, don't succeed. They end up losing money being content creators. You can make they that argument for jobs. anyone that buys yeah. any product, not just Elgato products. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah, turn but, this into a... No, I, I understand that session. You know? No, I I understand that, but streaming is specifically one of those things that people think they can uh, dive down and turn into some sort of living, right? More Dude, so I mean than that sort of thing is apparent in, in all aspects of life. You you can ask a seventh grade freaking B team basketball player; they think they're going right. to be the next Michael fucking Jordan, and you're like, no, nah. you can't even. <laughs> Can't make a fucking free throw, bro. Right. Can't make a layup. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But I mean, that's apparent in any any field. But you're right in the mm. sense that in Twitch, there are very very few like that would what you could consider to be successful. Honestly, what I would consider to be successful on mm-hmm. Twitch is less than one percent of the people streaming on Twitch. Right. And that is crazy to me. You know that like less than one out of a hundred people are what most people would even consider to be successful on the platform, you know? Um, yeah. And that's, that's a little, that that's a little eye opening. I think when you think about that. And so it, it definitely lends some, some uh, weight to your point. Um, so I take back what I said. Yeah, you're not an idiot. You're only, <laughs> only, only, uh, I missed that part. Well, yeah, I think, I think, like compared to a bas- or basketball or hockey or any sport, like hockey is an extremely expensive sport. Racing go-karts is an extremely expensive sport to get into. But when it comes to streaming, I think that there's... there's They're like probably idea- targeting a newer market that, that because yeah. of COVID, you guys saw the numbers. Look at all the people that just started streaming this last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's a lot of people Millions. that are going to be chasing the Millions. dragon of... It's one of the reasons I don't really mention a lot in my job is obviously because of what I do, but I would never, you know, kids want to know, I'm never going to tell a kid what channel I stream on. I, I'm not yeah. going to lie to them and tell them I don't. I just tell them, you know, I, if you want to talk to me about this, you have to talk to me when I'm not your teacher. You're talking to me outside yeah. of school. And yeah. the kids are cool with that. You know, I'm not denying it, but I'm not going into my personal so, life. So my, um, just to, just to clarify my position, I mm-hmm. think streaming, what we've seen, and we talked about this, I, I actually think on our very last podcast is mm-hmm. that um, it, we have a lot of like repeating uh, notions. I can't remember the exact term, but it's like a, a, um, uh, it's like a two. Trends? Yeah, what, what is what? the bird that repeats exactly what someone else says? It's you say something and then the Parrot. bird repeats it. Parroting. Parrot. Yeah, parroting. That, yeah. So I think in streaming, there's a lot of parroting that takes place, right? You see the same products being promoted, not because they're good, but because people recommend them, right? Because mm-hmm. they've been recommended that product by another streamer. 
So I think there's a way too many people that are there's 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 already too many people in this space that do that parroting motion that for me, I act as the opposite of that. Like a, a $60 green screen mouse pad is fucking absurd. I understand yeah. it if you have if you just got your government check, uh, you know, from the covid relief and right. you've got six hundred, seven hundred dollars to spend and you just want to do a single checkout. I totally understand that. But there's better options for less. There's easier ways to do these things. Or, okay, or better. hold on though. Yep. What do you have? The three XL from GMMK. Uh, uh I have like to check. four feet check. wide. That's a um, really expensive mouse pad. I, I can't. It's not because sixty dollars. It's, it's a full. The GMMK one, the four foot by two feet, is forty nine ninety nine, and that's standard black. Oh, well, I I don't have one that big. I guess. So yeah, I don't the, know. The green screen one is. It's a gaming mat. It's not a mouse it's like pad. Massive, it's a massive gaming mat. Yeah, it's huge. Oh. Okay. I don't think so that's don't that outlandish. I, I have. Don't know. The... I, don't, I haven't looked into the product. I'm just listening to the Bishop be a boomer. <laughs> so okay, but you can go on Amazon right now and and you can buy a green screen mouse pad for twenty nine ninety nine. How okay. how long does that hold up after six months of use? How long does the Elgato one hold up after six months of use? We don't know, and that's that's my thing. You can't just say I can buy it on Amazon cheaper because right, but they're not okay. But but my point is that they're not marketing it. For those reasons, they're not marketing these sound panels. They're because, marketing it because they're just trying to make money. I get it. They're right, business. but the, they're not marketing it for the features of these products. They're marketing it for problems that don't necessarily exist. Like mounting sound panels is complicated if you don't want to put holes in your wall. Like they were right. mentioning that you have to screw, you have to drill holes in your wall to put screws to keep foam sound panels on the wall, and they constantly fall, fall down. You don't fucking screw. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? There's not a single person that works in a professional world to understand like, that has ever mounted sound equipment, even like in the very low level of production that I work in, that would ever recommend you screw fucking foam into a wall. Yeah, there is there is short term of adhesive that you can use. There there are so many other options that you can use. They're creating they're creating like an environment where they're scaring streamers into like not purchasing other products. Dude, because, I think you're overthinking this, dude. Listen, I really do. Wanna, I think if you're you overthinking this. Sixty dollars on a fucking mouse shit. pad, wait, wait, then what? do it. If you want to spend sixty dollars on a green screen mouse pad, go do I'm it. Not, if you want to spend, I don't no, have no, no, listen. Need. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. But you're saying I'm making too much of a big deal. The problem is with parroting. No, no, of no. I'm not world. saying you're making. Okay, I'm not saying you're making too much of a big deal. What I am right. saying is this: this is a company that has obviously shown they are catering to. They, I mean. Elgato is the probably one of the number one companies anyone thinks about when they think about streaming on Twitch. So they're providing mm. things they didn't have. I think what Nacker said is app. They're trying to become the one-stop shop. You can stream. I guarantee there's going to be like Elgato branded, like stream ready PCs. You can buy it like big box stores. Right. Of course they're, I would, they're Corsair ones. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what they are. I just feel like this is a thing that, at the at the end of the day, this is just a company trying to make money. I, I yeah, no, it's, I, it's exactly I, what it is. You know what I right. mean? Right, but but and that's <laughs> like I understand that that's how this business is operating. The problem is that people are going to make misinformed purchase decisions based on the bullshit marketing. Right. Elgato has they they've produced a handful of decent products over the years. The Stream Deck that or that green screen. Those are those are products that solve an issue within the the space. Right. I don't think that their sound panels solve any problem within the space that currently exists. 
except mm. for a lack of information with people that have mounted panels before. No, I it, haven't looked at those. I do think from what you've right. described that it's a slap in the face. That's just a stupid thing. You or know, that or they, like, I understand that you can control the RGB strip from your your stream deck. That's fucking awesome. I've gone through the painstaking bullshit of having to like go and put uh, if then then that is uh, um, IFTTT is that what it is the yep, uh, yep. Um, processes to be able to control lights that was a huge fucking pain in the ass I would prefer that if Elgato worked on software and in integrations over selling fucking dumb products like a green screen mouse pad or yeah. a, an RGB strip that has half the features of competitive or competitors in the space for $10 less right or right. $20 more you can get shittier products that solve the exact same product problem Maybe Elgato's thought through a few things, but to market these products to to streamers that are hopeful, it just to me, I just want to be like, hey, do a little bit more research than just yeah. buying the fucking the the white label. I yeah. don't think Elgato has the uh, even experience in the space to to make these decisions for people. I don't see the I don't see the like understanding like the the green screen is a great example. Understanding the problems that streamers run into where you don't want to take up an entire room with a green screen behind you. You can't function in that space without taking that down. It's a huge pain in the ass. Having something that's easily deployable, fantastic idea. It solves a problem. The, the stream deck, being able to control your stream without having to use the functions of buttons on your keyboard. Having a dedicated thing that you can visually see where you can select your scenes. You can, you can do 100 things with the stream deck or 1,000 things with the stream deck. Yeah. Great product. A green screen mouse pad doesn't solve anything. These sound panels don't solve any problem that actually currently exists. No, they're accessories. The they're nothing. accoutrements. To, to be able to... It, it, it solves problems that they're creating as a bullet they're point. They're trying to make... Dude, For I'm sales, telling you. Point. That's what I'm saying. Bro, I... They're stupid they're products. They're trying to be like the one-stop... They're trying to be the streamer Walmart, where you just right. walk in and walk out with everything you fucking could possibly think of. Right. That's I would, what they want to be. The only argument that I would make against what you just said is they don't solve any of your problems i think mm -hmm. that they solve problems here's the thing what you yep. and i value from a product isn't the norm for what other people value out of products some yep. people value buying six panels having mounting hardware and sticking them to the wall and looking and going that looks fucking sexy but hold and on then all it doesn't of my come with mounting hardware it doesn't th those brackets they're just brackets they don't come with actual hardware to mount them so you no, still it comes have with the, the adhesive pads Okay, copy. But yes. but, but, but besides with, the point, yeah, yeah, yeah. the things yeah. that you and I value aren't the things that everybody values. So I'm not a right. competitive gamer whose keybinds and mouse movements are important to my audience. Green screen right. mouse pad solves that. So I'm not I'm not trying to say that a sixty dollar gaming mat is what everybody needs. I'm just trying right. to illuminate the fact that the things that we value. There are people on other parts of the target market that might see that and go, "I've been waiting for this for so long, and and now it's here." So that that's my only. Gotcha. How does the, how does the green screen mouse pad solve that if it already exists? Like, okay, because when you and I knackers, when we when we want to buy a mouse pad, we're looking at a dozen different things: the the size of the mouse pad, the text, the quality of the edges of the mouse pad. Are, is it going to ride up over time? Is it going to scratch your wrist over time? Anyone that's played sh competitive shooters or PC games for a long period of time, or worked from a desk for a long period of time, there's little nitpicky little I, things that. You know, that you end up wanting from a product that someone comes out glorious or Excel comes out with a, an answer to those. The, obviously, there's these companies on Amazon that sell just dog shit products that you end up, you know, 
where it's just a green screen mouse pad, but it, the edges ride up over time. It's scratching your wrists. It's it's not comfortable. It's too it's too mushy. The mouse pad or it's too firm. Like there, there's a hundred different um, like maybe the 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 threading of the mouse pad on the top is too low of a um, a thread count, so it's it's really gritty or grainy. There's there's a lot of things that we buy products for, and I totally agree with you. Like I don't have the same like. I'm not going to buy anything from Elgato. I'm not going to buy their lighting stands because I know of a hundred different ways that I would do that in a better way for less, right? Sure. I know that people aren't going to spend the time to do that research. But I also don't want to be an advocate for Elgato coming out with a $60 product when there is a competitive product for cheaper, knowing that people are going to buy, people are going to buy all of these products because mm -hmm. they're marketed by Elgato. Yes. That's I'm not going to. Right. I, I totally understand that. I'm I totally just, understand marketing. I think I, it's funny. It's, yeah. it's, it's I, the I, thing that's been this is happening not, this is not, in the world right, for right, many Jimmy, years. Jimmy, this is not marketing, Elliot speaking. I've marketed dozens of products yeah, in yeah. my professional life. I've marketed camera com a camera company that's competitive with GoPro. Imagine how difficult of a, pro a problem that is. The, I totally understand that, right? I am not speaking from a marketing... Like, I could speak from a marketing perspective. I'm speaking from someone that spent time streaming that understands... That, that I've had hundreds of people come through my chat that have asked me how to get into streaming that have been told bullshit time and time again of what to buy and how much money to spend and that they need a so you're streaming PC. The, the, and you're upset that Elgato is, is selling a product that people don't need. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know if it's upset. I'm just disappointed that Elgato spending their time producing a product because I know how much manpower has to go into one of these things yeah. to just to, to market and produce a product and all, all of the time that goes into this, they're spending their time selling gimmicky bullshit instead of working on great things like the stream deck or like the the I green think screen. That's fair. And people are still going to spend happens, their money on though, these things. Man. I mean, when you have big business and you're looking to fill and like people want new products, they want new things, and so yeah. a lot of the products that come out are not going to be anything that's going to be big or exciting. You you see that in any yeah. large industry or anything, you know, where they add, you know, a, I mean, look at like. I'll I'll give you a great example. Like look at like uh, old consoles and like the third party peripherals that come out for old consoles. Some of them end up being a huge hit, like a Game Genie or something like that. Yeah. But for yeah. every Game Genie you have, you have a fucking Power Glove. That yeah. you know, it sounds cool until you try it and realize it's not. So yeah, I think um, what you're describing I get, and it's disappointing. But at the end of the day, I try to remind myself. People making these decisions, they don't give a fuck about any consumer. All they care about is making money and what ways can they tell yeah. you that. It's unfortunate that Elgato has turned to that, but it doesn't surprise me because they're one of the biggest names in it now, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we could definitely spend another hour on this particular topic. Um, we'll cut it there. Um, I absolutely love that we have contrasting opinions about this because that's what I think makes perspective and opinion very important. Um, one of the most important things that we can do and anybody that's here is to educate people. Um, yeah. We can educate people as much as we want. At the end of the day, there's some people with money that are not going to give a shit about anything that any of us yeah, have yeah. to say. Um, so I'm I love that Bishop has such a burning passion for giving people options when it comes yeah. to spending money in the space like the the mic mount that you're using right now is 15, 15 dollars, yeah, twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and I've had it for 
how many years? Like yeah. six, seven years? Yeah. Compared to the the Rode PSA1, the Blue Compass, you know, all these other mounts. Um, you know, like I have a, a 60 or $70 mic mount when there's three to $400 studio options for, yeah, yeah. for mic boom arms. So it, it is very important. Um, and... I, well, maybe we'll spend some more time on this in another podcast because I think there's more conversations to there's be had. Be more products, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Elgato's not going to fucking stop. No, no, no they're going to keep putting out products, and some will be shit, and some will be good. Yep. Hopefully, you know. What, what I have will... a green screen uh, gimp suit to copy your uh, your eyeballs and <laughs> mouthing on your uh, pickle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get tattooed as a pickle from fucking stomach <laughs> up. Um, one of the things that will I will encourage anybody in chat is when you are browsing social media, and especially after product launches for any company, yeah. take what you see with a grain of salt. Because one of my biggest frustrations with these releases is you have a bunch of professionals that head to Twitter and say, this is overpriced, this is overrated, you can get this for cheaper. Sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. Yeah. And my biggest my biggest thing is not seeing enough. Uh, you see plenty of videos that are just like, this is the best product in the world. This is the best. We haven't had this forever and we need it. And there's never anybody who takes the time out of their day to say, hey, this overpriced product that everybody's shitting on, here's what it here's how it stacks up to these other products as well yeah. um you just you just get a bunch of uh, uh people unlike us professionals audio professionals yes. and, and streaming profession Profesh, come doctors and uh come marshals come come marshals come marshals come marshals yeah. um yeah, so it goes, come it goes back to it goes all goes back to what we were saying um a few weeks ago when we were talking about tiktok it's like if you can't like I, I usually don't get into the nitty gritty and, and talk shit on uh, on Twitter. There's a few times that I've gotten into a few conversations, but I, I've gotten to the point now where like even scrolling through TikTok or Twitter, I'll avoid those uh, conversations because unless there's something that I can add um, to the conversation that that answers questions like leading by example, I, I tend to just try to stay out of that shit because it's like to me, my first reaction if I was going to tweet would be like, at what point did Elgato start thinking that their shit didn't stink? And right, like that right. could not be the, that that might not be their position, right? They might actually legitimately feel like they're creating products that are that are solving a problem for a bunch of people that are asking them. Maybe there's millions of people asking them for a green screen mouse pad. Um, you know, like I tend to stay out of those things. And it's to me, uh, it bothers me that like the space that we're getting in, like to, the entry level streaming stuff, has always been um, things that you can kind of pull together from different sources. I'm afraid that people that are coming into the space were, are going to look to Elgato to solve their problem and then end up spending 10x more than they need to spend. Kind yeah. of like people that want to get into PC gaming that immediately right. go to to a pre-built company and then end up spending $4,000 for a 3060 Ti in, in some garbage uh, uh, CPU, right? Or, or the last generation of, of equipment. So I always... I, if I can, I tend to dissuade people or give them better options if if it's available. A lot of the time... Like in recent times, my buddies um, that had older PC equipment wanted to upgrade, and they're like, "Hey, how do I do this?" I said, "Hey, man, you could you could go and you could try to snipe a thirty eighty all day long, like we we're talking about earlier on this podcast. You could spend like eight ten hours of your life, or you know, maybe two weeks, three weeks, trying to find these products, or you could just value your time and just do the easy thing and buy a you know buy a pre built. It might not like here's the things that it's going to be lacking. Here's what's going to solve what it's going to solve." But you're going to get it tomorrow, right? And it's going to be in your hands. You don't have to build it. You don't have to go through the, the all of the bullshit figuring out uh, if you can get a product, what you can get, how long it's going to take. So 
I always give people options. Uh, if if I ever speak up and you know try to add to those conversations, but you're totally right as well, Knackers. You get parroting on the other side where people are like, yeah. "Oh, this is a fuck. This thing's dog shit." Yeah. And then people are like, "Omega lol green screen mouse pad. Omega lol sixty dollars." Right. That ends up happening as well. So I think we're both kind of like uh, in be in between each extreme. You're closer to Elgato side. I'm closer to the side of the people saying green screen mouse pad Omega lol. Um, I would we, say I'm like in the middle of the two. I'm not going to yeah. go out and tell anybody to go out and buy these products. Um, yeah. But I, I, again, the parody I, on I, both sides. I, 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 I can't stand the blind <laughs> sheep of Elgato that are just like, this is fucking amazing. But I also hate it's the blatant. Elgato, man. And you know it's got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever yeah. heard of the gambling before? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, great conversation. Thank you guys both yeah. for giving me your... No, your um, and Jimmy, the only reason I yelled at you is because you were dancing, and I was trying to listen to Bishop. No, no, I, I just... I was just trying to... <laughs> I couldn't concentrate You're good. on his pretty fucking face. I just saw your beautiful my nipples ADD, dancing I, I back and forth. I, 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 I can't... My ADD, I was distracted by the dancing. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let's be bobbing. when we said this it. podcast was going to be under two hours? Yeah, we do it. Never Let's happens. Do it. How, how many subjects did we have on our lines Q&A. for this podcast? Two things. We can do it. We had two things on the lines. What? For subjects, for this podcast, we only had three bullet points to work off I, of. No, we didn't. We had more than that. Did you guys add more? Yes. Jimmy did. Oh, oh Jimmy. We, what do you mean? We don't even use a script. We're professionals. Yeah, yeah I added shit. Anyways, Q&A. All right. Uh, first yeah. question from uh, a bag full of dicks. Bag full of bags. What mics do you use and why do you choose them? I can go first. Bishy I go. bought this mic off of B&H because it was on sale back in 2011. What and I it? wanted a studio microphone. It's a Rode NT1A. I bought it for like $399 or $389 because it was uh, suggested by B&H. I, B&H has some of the best customer support. They're kind of like, uh, what's the other audio company? Sweet something? Sweetwater. Uh, Sweetwater. You can yeah. just talk to their sales representatives. They a lot of the time, they steer you in the right direction. I've never had a problem with B&H where they tell me to go with one product and ends up being the shittier of the two. Um, very informed people. They told me to go with this microphone because I wanted to do a voiceover for a video project I was working on. I hooked it up to my PC um, with a simple audio capture. It's the Rode NT1A again with a, just an interface. I hooked it up to my PC and it sounded like dog shit because I never had the right equipment to use it. Spent all $400 on this microphone instead of the equipment further down the line that hooks up to the PC, put it away, didn't use it for five, six, seven years, used a headset microphone because this just, it was peaking, it sounded like garbage. Only recently did I have the correct equipment with a mixer at first with a compressor, so spending money on the hardware down the line, did it get to the point where I could start using it? So that's something you have to factor in when you're looking at microphones. But even more recently, Jimmy hooked me up with a uh, DBX 286S and without it, these microphones are completely useless. Or without processing hardware, your studio quality headset, or sorry, microphone might sound like a something comparable for a hundred bucks or a snowball or something along that line. Go ahead, Jimmy. I have an Ori three twenty. Um I actually bought this mic without realizing that was the same mic you had just purchased like a month of shit. <gasps> I'm not Did bullshitting you? you. I'm serious. Okay. I knew you bought a new mic. I knew, but when I was looking into it, I didn't actually realize that, that was the exact same. I didn't. I just, it didn't click. Okay. It's true. 
but have you, you ever heard of the uh, stream charmed uh <laughs> yeah i honestly think you probably told me not. so who knows maybe it did influence me whatever but it's the same mic that uh, knackers uses it's but i actually went and tested out i went to i have an audio place and they had an sm7b an re20 an re320 and like a bunch of other fucking mics you could record, uh, do a quick recording, and listen to how you sounded, like through. Yeah, it was cool. It was like an actual like. Wasn't it cool, crisp? Wasn't it more crisp oh, than you? Oh, crisp. And that's that's what kind of blew my mind is like depending everyone. I had been this close to getting an SM7B, and then after trying this mic out, I was like, man, I just like the way my voice sounded with this mic. So I just decided to go with this mic, and that's basically it. I mean. There's no solid mic for everyone. I, everybody, I mean, I've heard people that can sound amazing with, I mean, and if you have the right room set up, you don't even need a dynamic mic either. You can use a condenser mic. Uh, so, you know, it's it's all, there's no magic, there's no magic um, button when it comes to microphone choice. You just got to do a little research and, and try some things out. Um, that, that would be... All I could say. Hang on, my cat's meowing. I'll be right back. You're good. Uh, so I bought this mic way before Jimmy did, way before he even knew what a microphone was. Uh, I was doing a lot of research about microphones <laughs> and um, was researching mics that kind of matched my speaking pattern. And I was also, I'm not going to lie, call this the Game of Thrones effect, where everybody loves something so much that it automatically makes me hate it. Everybody mm. loved the Shure SM7B so much, and I was so pissed off that everybody thought that this was the only mic that was going to work for every streamer on the history of the fucking planet. So I was like, there's got to be a better mic. Um, so I was just Googling mic reviews like crazy. I came across this brand of microphones, started uh, researching all the different mics that they had, found this mic that I thought would match me the most. Um, I love the way that it looked. Massive, girthy, black. Uh, it was just awesome from, from beginning to end. So, uh, and then I got it and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, it, it being a dynamic microphone obviously came into play as well, but it was just something that I thought suited me and, uh, and my speaking pattern and, uh, and that it has, in my opinion. Next question from Paul. How many PS5s have you sold on the black market, Bishop? Um, I actually, we did a quick short story. Mother company I work for, we just did a PS5 giveaway. What? And, uh, yeah. And, uh, how dare they forgot to put the link to the in the email blast to the to the purchase option or to <laughs> sorry not the purchase the um to join the giveaway so there was a oh, underwhelming amount of people that um signed up for the giveaway i think it was like 60 something and uh of like 200,000 people that got emailed so <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah so i could have gotten a ps5 potentially one out of 60 something so that would have been that would have been nice dude if you ever if you guys ever come across one that you can get, I will 100% have the means and funds to refund you immediately if you can get one. Okay. 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 And yeah, I will, I will give you a tip for your efforts. Also, nice. I'll be happy to a tip. If a finder's fee. You're gonna spread you my legs and tie fighter digital. me at PS4 digital at retail, which is 400 plus tax. You gonna PS4? show me Luke's cockpit? <laughs> I'll give you a finder's fee. I'll give you just the tip. 
You can find you me anytime. You can put me in between episode one and two and show me Luke's dark hey, fit. yo, I might. I might. <laughs> can you just fucking Darth Maul my ass? <laughs> <laughs> Next question from Tom Chambers. Have you seen the Linus Tech Tips is starting a genuine gamer program. They source close to 100 3,000 series cards for sale at MSRP. Thoughts? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Smiley emoji. I don't know nothing about it. I don't either. I don't either, but it's good if it's gaming related. But I think no. Linus has been pretty consistent uh, over the years. So, yep. Uh, yep. That's good. Sweet. Uh, I'll have to look into it. Uh, next question, second to last from Chubby Chunker. Back to the poking buttholes thing. This is the content mm. we're all here for. What yeah. happens if I'm not long enough? I currently pee on my balls. <laughs> Lil Peen Club. <laughs> You pee on your balls, homie. Damn. A little calamari ring on top of the ball. Damn, man. Before I'm, 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 I feel sad for this guy already. Okay, so look, if one of you in the 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 P to B excursion is not long enough, then all bets are Mm -hmm. off. It's kind of like. You know, it's kind of like nuclear codes, right? If one person isn't there to launch the nuke, the nuke isn't yeah. getting launched and, and you're fine. However, with the mathematics that we came up beforehand with the equations, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure no matter your length, you w- might be still able to reach your own b-hole uh, to, to satisfy. Right. So give that a shot. Would, now, if you were to pee your own b, right, would you push? Mm-hmm. I would. Both? I'm just going to stop you right there, Bow. I'm not peeing my own bee. All right, right. I'm going to talk to a real man. Bishop, would you pull pull both of your nuts to one side and go under, or would you spread the nuts and fucking thread the needle and go back? So I think in in my current position... there's well there's a few things to factor so uh edge peen edge peen hair is one thing so when you're going to one side and you take the balls to the other uh you're gonna end up with a little bit of uh hair to hair listening to this right now i hope she is i really do um so the hair on the side of inner inner leg is gonna joust your the upper shaft of your peen so that's gonna just uh add a little discomfort so just be wary of that when you try to pee your own bee um the other thing is dependent on uh testicular uh tube length because some uh, and also temperature right temperature is a big factor because if it's true it's going to be really tight up in there and you might not be able to circumvent the balls with your peen uh, or the b with your pee are we so ready for the able- uh, next question not yet next question not oh. yet we we oh. really got to get into this it's really important jimmy you missed uh, you missed a lot when you were gone this is really, really important so it's all dependent on really just temperature uh length the girth of uh said bees uh having your p be not fully and j. h uh, sure but having your bs your pbs your, P, your p should be s so then you could then touch your b um mm-hmm. that's and your j and your j this also opens up a whole new uh area in my mind of essing on your own d accidentally while trying to perform the P to the B. Okay, so let's go to the next. All right, we're going oh, to the next. Shitting. Okay. You I can was, shit was, out of your yeah, own yeah, penis. Sorry. I have a toothbrush here. Sorry, I'm was, about yes. to. Okay, we're going to the next question. Yeah, the last question. Yes. Okay, next, right, right. Do you think Elgato will get into more core peripherals, microphones, cameras, etc.? Well, they 100%. already into microphones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but absolutely, they're going to. Uh, I was actually they're. assuming that this product launch was going to be cameras i actually turned on my mm. tweet notifications and was uh rudely interrupted um but 
I again, I'm surprised that they haven't. I guarantee they're working on it right now. Whether or not they're gonna go for a dedicated camera that does, if if they're smart and they're out for money, they're mm-hmm. gonna build a camera that is not USB that requires you to buy the cam link in order to use it. But it will allow you to use mm-hmm. it for other things as well. Like or, they or make it'll the, be the additional cost of the cam link and the camera. So yeah. if you had a cam, yeah. Or yeah. a bundle of 5% off yeah. Cam Link yeah. if you buy the Elgato Cam. Well, they'll have two versions. One that it, Cam Link is required and one that isn't. One that's HDMI and the other one that's USB. Yep. Yep. Mm, Jimmy, what yep. do you think the next Elgato product will be? I honestly could see them making uh, or getting into the product space of other like audio accoutrements like... Uh, covers and shit like that for i mm. I, could, I could see more i think the foam the acoustic foam is just the beginning for little stuff that and like the mouse pad i think that they're gonna start getting into more uh i mean we're going all the way down in the nitty-gritty where i could see uh elgato little like what are those things they put on like the analog sticks the little freaking covers and shit like that mm, like the scuff stuff is yeah, 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 yeah. I could see them doing even that too. Like, I, I could see them branching out into the, that world as well. But know? there's already a company that's overpricing those, so maybe not. Who knows? I'm just saying. I don't. I think that they're going to throw a lot of shit at the wall and see what sticks. I, yeah. I wouldn't be I, surprised because they don't that, really have many other uh, big time competitors in the space. I think. I mean, I I agree. So, like, my position is still like relatively the same, but I totally agree with Knackers being in the Elgato ecosystem. If they have a uh, mixer or like even an audio interface that hooks up with mm-hmm. Stream Deck capabilities, it could be very simple and basic, but it just has an XLR input. Dude, if they were to create mm-hmm. something to compete with the Go XLR that integrates yeah, with Stream yep. Deck naturally, oh my god! Think, think of Go XLR's digital audio routing interface, mm-hmm. and then having that as programmable buttons where you could choose mm-hmm. when and how to route different audio to different places. Not only that, but having the custom background or the GIF background for certain, like there's there's so many possibilities and I assume that that's probably going to be one of the next things as well. Yeah. yeah. They just, More uh, unlikely. They just uh, acquired um, uh, visuals by impulse. Yep. Did you notice that? Yep. yep. So that's, that's interesting. I saw that. One of my buddies, uh, Mikey works there. Mikey, hey, he's a legend. <laughs> Firewire, dude. That, Love I that guy, actually, um, I tried to get him on the podcast and he's like, I'm not <gasps> suited for it yet, but it, yeah. it, we're in talk. So I think that's a what that a legend. I love soon. that guy, man. That guy's um, a good dude. Chat, while we're doing our goodbyes, I want you, this was a conversation that we had in Jimmy's channel that was very, very important. And I need to know your guys' opinion. In chat, I want to put the minimum amount of money that you would need to be paid to get peed on. Like, what is the minimum amount that you would take urine? Now, we're talking we're talking on the face. It doesn't have to be in your mouth, no orifices in general, like chest, face. No, it's got to be in your mouth. Now, I'm trying to give him the benefit okay, of the doubt. Okay, so uh-huh. let, me, let me frame this a little bit. You're just there on the ground. The person that's peeing is just free range. Pee. Correct. Oh, yeah. And it only yeah. lasts as long as they can pee. That's it. One oh, time. Yeah. What's your minimum money amount? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is the content you all pay for. I guess for. you're right. You, you don't have to open your mouth, but it might get in your mouth. And you might get paid on extra. if you open your mouth or not. Okay? Yeah, uh, at least at least 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you all very much for coming out to the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast, the podcast that always stays 
kid-friendly and under two hours. We appreciate all of your time, your support. Um, thank you for the questions in chat, and thank you for keeping it lively in chat, especially when Jimmy takes his uh, poop breaks in between. So we're going to go around I, the room. I did, I did give subs. You can't bitch. That, I, that, oh. You're correct. You're correct. You're right. Yeah. Um, we're going to go around the room. Everybody's going <clears> to <throat> shout out their social media, and then uh, we will close this bitch down. Who must go first? Poop master? Come doctor? Sure. My name is uh, Jimbles, a.k.a. Middle-Aged Stream. You can find me on Twitch.tv, Middle-Aged Stream. Uh, this week will be a slightly different schedule, uh, but I'll post it in my Discord. I think my first live day will actually be on Wednesday this week. Um, but I'll have a special stream to make up for it this weekend. And then uh, I will be live on Katie Peters Plays channel uh, on the night of March 16th. That is Tuesday, a week from this Tuesday. So it'll be before our next podcast. That's the only reason I'm bringing it up. But we're going to be playing some No Man's Sky, and it should be fun. You're going to find out whose sky it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, Indeed. there you go. Uh, Gender appropriation, is... by the way. Yes. Oh. Mm. No, no man's, no woman's. Time no. to cancel them twice. Cancel we have to, we have to go back. <laughs> Get them out. They're going to have to fix the game again, brothers. My name is uh, Bishop GP, a.k.a. Elliot Bishop. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bishop Was Here or on Twitch at Bishop GP. Probably in Jimmy's chat here and there talking shit or uh, mm-hmm. in Knackers um, giving him uh, words of encouragement as he plays video games. Um, and that's it. Which doesn't happen anymore. You don't play video wow. games. It's the off pickle here. does. It is off-brand. Playing it's video games on Knackers TV is off-brand. Yeah. There's no more Knackers. It's Nickel Pickle. <laughs> pickle Nick at night, baby. Come see yeah, me yeah. get... That's when they get, yeah. Vinegared. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Knackers. You guys can find me on this fucking Twitch channel. I'm on Knackers uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you guys are fellow Ooh. talkers, you want to come out. I've been having so much goddamn fun with that platform. Uh, yeah, all those. Um, as far as upcoming podcasts, next Sunday, uh, we have Wizard CM, who is the community manager for OBS, and he is also a developer for OBS. He's done a shit ton of... Of, uh, of work for OBS, and we're going to be giving him all the good questions. The following week after that, we have obviously another group show with Bishop, Middle-Aged Stream, and I. And then the week after that, uh, we have Rob Dies a lot, and then we also have the Ooh. homie T-Rex, um, who is a, a fellow streamer on the platform. Uh, I was actually... Jimmy, you were on his podcast as well, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's got a great show. Both Jimmy yeah. and I were on his podcast, um, Conversations with Creators. Had a fantastic time, so it was time for me to bring him on and kind of learn what it's like being a new streamer here in 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, so I'm excited for those conversations. So this podcast will be back next Sunday, the Sunday after, and the Sunday after. And then, of course, you can check out our socials, um, which we will throw in chat. Guests, there it is. Um, any final words? Dickle. Ass circumference. Sometimes women have to cut their taint in order to give birth. Thank Oof. you so much for coming out to the podcast. We Oof. love you all. Appreciate you. Thank you for your time and support. And uh, we will see you later. Bye-bye. Goodbye.
Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. If you would like to catch the show live, it airs on Twitch on my channel at twitch.tv slash knackers at 9 p.m. every single Sunday. If you would like to check out the most recent episode of the podcast, you can probably click this little box here. And if you feel like checking out some of our highlights, you can maybe click this little box down here. And maybe I'll even put a little thing for you to click right here. No? Bye.